0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially just for guys. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast. And with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hey,
1: my name's Mr. Guy, a.k.a. (laughs) Andy. And uh, it's our Wrestle Kingdom episodes. It's our biggest episode of the year. And uh, I don't usually welcome people to the show, but I'd like to welcome you, Luke. And I'd like to welcome the listeners. And I'd also like to welcome one man who has returned to New Japan, a man by the name of Gino, a (laughs) Gambino.
0: Oh, dude, I saw some some tweeties before Wrestle Kingdom, you know, the day before or something like that. I thought, oh, my God, he's he's there. He's in Japan. He's doing it. He's there. Yes. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, I missed his voice. <laughs> uh, even still, like it had been so long since Gino had turned up on on New Japan TV that uh, Kevin Kelly couldn't help but do his Gino impression at some
1: point. <laughs> Every time Doki showed up, is like two different it's Doki Kevin's, you know, <laughs> come out of nowhere. It's great.
0: Oh my god, I think my Doki fandom's just about to go up into the stratosphere because uh, yeah. that commentary is just gonna add to it. It's Doki! It's okay, Oh my god. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so yes, everyone, welcome to the Never Even Podcast. Uh, we're talking about, oh my god, Wrestle Kingdom 17 and New Year's Dash. Holy shit! So we're starting the year with yeah, uh, the biggest show of the year and one of the usually one of the most interesting shows of the year. And as you were. Nice enough to tell me the other day, Mr. Andy, this is our first New Year's Dash.
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's we've been doing this for a while. Uh, new Year Dash is a, you know, tradition in Japan where it's basically the show right after Wrestle Kingdom the next day where all the new storylines start. Like the storylines end at Wrestle Kingdom and the new start new ones start the next night. It's kind of like the the raw after rest or or yeah like if you want to call it that but uh it's a tradition in new japan and one that we've never had the chance to talk about on this podcast because they haven't done it in three fucking years so it's nice to have new year dash back and uh luke we watched a lot of wrestling this week and uh most of it was fucking awesome
0: (laughs) we did watch a lot of wrestling we even watched extra wrestling Uh, extra wrestling yes we did because we watched on New Year's Day, the day I had the biggest hangover I've had in recent memory. <laughs> yeah, we watched the, uh, the first Noah show of the year, just called, what, Noah 2023, which was, which was an absolute blast. So, yeah, I didn't write mega notes for it. We're not going to discuss it like we, we do the New Japan stuff. But uh, it was a really cool show. Of course, it was uh, a show worth getting. I know everyone's going to talk, you know, Everyone's going on about Muda versus Nakamura and stuff. But uh, I think you feel the same for me. It was uh, Keno versus Kiyomiya. That was that was my shit. That, that was amazing. Absolutely love yeah. that match. <clears throat> as well as uh, my other favorite match was Kenta and Fuji versus... Uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Segura? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Segura and uh, Satoshi Kojima. So, yeah.
1: Which... We've always said that Segura looks like if Mr. Bread and uh, Shingo had a baby He <laughs> was older than them somehow, or like he's their yes. son or something, that's what he looks like. So him tagging with Mr. Bread is awesome. And that, like, that was such a fun match because Kenta, you know, was returning and tagging with Marifuji, which he used to do years and years ago, and they used to have a rivalry. And, you know, I thought Mr. Bread is done. I thought he was getting pinned for sure, but no, the, you know. <laughs> bread, bread chops or whatever they call themselves. They, they won. And uh, that was surprising. And I I just felt like that was kind of a pretty never match, but the, you know, our, our podcast is called the never open podcast because we used to love the never open title, you know, open way title because of the style it represented. Um, And that style kind of lives in Noah now more than it does in new Japan in a lot of ways. So it was nice to see a, a nice, just never's fuck title match that that ghc title match versus Ken or kenna versus uh Mia was just incredible and i wish it was way longer i wish it was like 20 minutes longer <laughs> it's just insane but we got those kind of matches on wrestle kingdom too but yeah. i i really enjoyed the show I thought, you know, if you're a fan out there and you just heard about the uh, big announcement that we'll be talking about later with the Noah versus uh, New Japan show that's coming up on January 21st, this would be a great way to kind of get a taste of what Noah's all about is to go back and watch that. Um, what Did you like Nakamura versus Muda? I mean, kind of talk about that a little bit because there was some stuff that happened with that match. I'm not sure if you heard about.
0: All right. So, yeah. I liked it for what it was. It was great to see Nakamura in Japan doing things in Japan. It was fantastic. Uh, and, you know, it, it was just a really cool big moment. I don't know if, like, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, Five Star Classic or anything like that. But when I'm watching it, thinking, this is doing what the match set out to do give uh, a great mood at the last hour versus a, well, it's fucking like Nakamura. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was nowhere near as good for me as Kano versus Kiyomiya, but, you know, I <laughs> I did think it was really good. Dude, especially since I'm losing my mind over, like, I'm messaging you going, like, did you see that move? Because it was like he's doing that Shining Wizard, but rather than just do it like everybody else, he kind of grabs the opponent's head to kind yes. of, like, mm, crunch him into the Shining it's,
1: Wizard. Kiyomiya does that.
0: Yeah, Kiyomiya does that. And it's gnarly, man. I would love that move. And that's how he yes. beats Kenno after doing a couple of those. So Scary I was just like, "Fuck, oh, man, <laughs> dude, that's a that's a move you want the uh, the guy doing it to to get it right." And uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. KME looks pretty smooth to me. So uh, yeah, that was oh man, I was going nuts for that move because I was just like, never seen anything like it. It was great.
1: Well, Muda's trying to get canceled. I don't know if you heard about this or not, but uh, the you know if you don't want to hear about the finish of the match or a bad thing about Muda, then skip ahead 30 seconds but uh so and maybe it means something different in japan but i mean you're just not supposed to say stuff like this so uh he like okay so the finish of the match was is that he went for a second type of mist i think he had hit the like red mist and he went for the green mist and nakamura kissed him sucking the mist out of muda's mouth into nakamura's mouth and then hit you know, Muda with his own mist and won the match. It was a really cool finish, and it was funny. But after the match, Muda was making homophobic slurs towards Nakamura. So we'll just say that. And it's just like, why? And Noah had that up on their YouTube channel, you know, like because it was his last backstage comments at, at Noah. And then they had to take that down because people were like, what the fuck, dude? So Muda, take it easy over there, all right?
0: Oh, my God. He's serious? Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm that serious. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you spit mist in people's faces and people are going to defend themselves.
1: Like, yeah. And they might have to kiss you. And like, and plus, Nakamura loves Muda. And maybe he does like him that way. What's the problem? You know? Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I don't get Man. it. But, uh. I, but the That's match is fantastic. Yeah, I know. And I was like in the back of my head during the the Wrestle Kingdom show, but at the same time it kind of you know, they did a great job in that match. We'll talk about it. But uh but yeah, that was that was unfortunate. That was kind of a little blemish on the weekend or uh-huh. the week that was just kinda like, why, man? Why'd you do that? But
0: whatever. Can I mention just we were talking about this. I think we talked brought it up many a time watching this Noah show. And I think I'll oh, I'll just mention it here. Um I think we're spoiled with new japan i know we make fun lightly and stuff of uh, chris and kevin at times and all that but one thing i feel like they do and i, I just want to say like with the noah commentary team they've got the passion there the passion is there i know they love what they're watching but it it's kind of like i don't watch many full-length noah shows ever might catch a match here or there on YouTube, but this is like a really cool opportunity to be like, Oh, this is Noah, here's what it's all about. And I know you they watch it every week and every episode or whatever, so they know what's going on. Yeah. But, but it, it would be a little out, helpful. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. It'd be a little helpful if they uh, kind of told the stories if if you're a noah fan and you know the stories you're just going to tune out what they're saying and be like yeah i know this already i'm just going to watch it." but if you don't you'll be you'll be, you'll be tuned into in the commentary and be like oh yeah yeah i know this so if kevin starts mentioning something i've heard for the 500th time i'm just like oh well that's not for me that's for the newbies all right i'll tune in yeah out. but so i, I wish like, noah had had some of that so i could get some of the history a little more but uh
1: yeah I think that like there's a happy medium because like on one end, you got New Japan, which is like a comedy act. You know, it's just three, you know, on, on Wrestle Kingdom, it was like three guys just completely goofing off the whole time, you know? so which is a little, you know, gets gets a little bit old sometimes a little bit or kind of like, hey, guys, just yeah. focus on what's going on here. Whereas the NOAA announcer seemed to just tell you what they saw and that's it. They don't like. There's nothing else to it. Maybe they mention a tidbit here and there, but for the most part, it's just like they just show tell you what happened. I mean, there is a happy medium, and that's kind of where maybe commentary should sit. But I don't like commentary. <laughs> I just wish we could not have it. You know, but it, it, it just... <laughs> I just was frustrated, I was frustrated because we're watching Noah. And like, I don't know who's in which faction. And I see these two guys come out, one's from Stinger and one's from Paris Del Mal. And I'm like, I had to, I had to uh, message Ian and be like, hey man, what what's going on here? And he's like, Oh yeah, Paris Del Mal broke up and the Stinger guy's with him now. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why isn't why did Ian have to tell me that? Why isn't Noah paying Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It.
0: Uh and I understand they're doing a bit more of a sports presentation with the commentary, and and that's, that's fine. But, uh, you know, I well, wouldn't well mind a bit of backstory. That would be great, especially if, since yeah. it's the first show of the year and people might be watching.
1: Well, yeah. and, and Noah's very dry. The presentation's very dry. It, I mean, yes, it's got the pageantry and stuff, but it's, like, it's more focused. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, it, it just watch Nakamura's entrance versus – you know uh muda's entrance on wrestle kingdom it's just like it's it's just more focused and like you said more of a sports presentation kind of thing so i i just i don't know it, it's very dry and it's just like this is wrestling we don't do that other shit you know and uh <laughs> i which which i get and i i really enjoy noah i'm excited for what's coming up with them but it's just a it's a different presentation it takes a little bit to get, to get used to we were still commenting to each other about how like no matches just end sometimes and we're just like oh all right that was okay
0: (laughs) yeah it's like uh, sometimes it's blink or you miss it and I guess that makes they're making sure that you got your eyes glued to the screen at all times then (laughs) because man you look away and the match could be over
1: and they're doing replays yeah yeah, so
0: (laughs) no they are not but it's uh you know it might still be Japanese wrestling and there might be crossovers at times sometimes but uh Noah Noah show is it, definitely a different vibe. I dig it. I mean I I'd, I'd get used to it and the Noah commentary probably wouldn't bother me the more I watch Noah probably because I just get to know everything anyway. But uh you know it was just a small nitpick I guess.
1: Yeah. Well uh I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to my buddy Will who was in the crowd at Wrestle Kingdom. He decided to go to Japan you know, to see Wrestle Kingdom. He went to the, uh, the, or the stardom show, I think too. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Tokyo Joshi Pro. I can't remember which the other one he went to, but he said he had a blast down there and I think he's getting back soon. But, uh, so shout out to Will. He sent me some pictures from, uh, from the crowd. I told him to flip off Godo. He did that for me. So thank you, Will. Fuck Godo forever. And, uh, (laughs) hope you have a safe trip back and everything, but, uh, luke it's wrestle kingdom i mean what you think of the setup i mean tell me all about this this is enoki uh, died this year this is the 50th anniversary of new japan was this you know event worthy of all these uh you know all these accolades and things that it is collecting
0: yeah uh there's there's nitpicks that i'll have for wrestle kingdom but as a whole package from start to finish, I thought Wrestle Kingdom 17 was fucking awesome, dude. You know, there's a, man, I think there's a finish here and there and a couple little things. I'll just be like, why? But <laughs> other than that, I was just like, even the main event, like I already, already knew new was losing. So it's like I was like made my peace with it. So I was pretty happy the whole time. Had a good time. Twitter was on fire. I had you to chat, chat with. Everything was going off. I loved it. And the stage looks great. Ramp was freaking massive though. Like uh, Undertaker would be, that'd be like a three-hour entrance if Undertaker was at Wrestle Kingdom, like right?
1: Well, that's like a tradition at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Is the eighty-foot, ninety-foot ramp, you know, to the ring, and you get all those classic moments. Like I think it's I think it's Muda that runs all the length of the ramp to hit a lariat on somebody, and you know, I'm supposed to know all that stuff. But uh, also, Luke, you know, they had this like. Like, so the center stage basically was like, uh, you know, a big screen and they had these like kind of like monolith screens that are on the stage. And then each side of the stage had like its own wing, if you will, of screens, (laughs) which uh, will play into something that happens later. But um, the thing that was cracking me up, though, is we'll mention it in almost, uh, you know, in at least half the matches is is the ramp was like a character on the show this year (laughs) because it's made of lights. And it's very, very hard, it turns out. So uh, uh, lots of moves going down on that and shit. And uh, we'll talk all about that. But uh, yeah, the, you know, one thing I like about the stage that Wrestle Kingdom does is that like, okay, so WWE has adopted the, like, the biggest screen you've ever seen kind of thing, you know, and the people like walk out of it, like they walk out of the screen and it makes them look tiny. And I just, I think, it, you know, especially live, it makes people look absolutely itty-bitty when they walk out of there. And I feel like that this stage didn't do that. It, like, didn't dwarf the wrestlers. It, like, worked with them to make them look like a big deal. That's just my opinion. Also fucked WWE. <laughs> yes,
0: definitely. And by the way, did, uh, did, did Keiji Muto, did he just do a, uh, a, a CM Punk? <laughs> Goes to the backstage comments and just... Kind of bury
1: himself anyway. No, he he just, I don't know. He's, he thought he was being funny and it wasn't funny. No, well, he is like 65, so I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe mean, it's not shocking. It. It's not shocking. I mean, I've been around old wrestlers, it's not shocking to hear them say something offensive. So, you <laughs> know, it's pretty, but that's usually when the cameras are off. So,
0: yeah. All right. So, the place looks different, looks kind of packed as well. There's like 25,000. Or, or more fans.
1: Oh, come uh, on, Luke. This is this is the biggest crowd we've ever seen since we've been since doing this show.
0: the show. Yeah. This
1: it's absolutely nuts. Deal. Dude,
0: it's... not only that, apparently there were like 92,409. Apparently, I've got the exact number here. Unique users that tuned in for Wrestle Kingdom, 30% of them from overseas, which is a record for the service, apparently. Mm-hmm. So uh hell yeah. You all tuned in for an awesome show. Uh, and the next night was free, so no excuses. Like, <laughs> jump on board. It's the perfect time. So, yeah, dude, the energy, you can feel the energy straight away. I mean, I don't care about the first match at all, but you could kind of feel the energy of the place. Uh, Chris and Kevin, I feel, feel like are, are lifted a little bit because they've got Gino with them again. They're so happy to see him. There's uh there's an energy and uh, it, it carries through throughout the the rest of the night. I felt it on the Tweety at home. Charity was in the room. We, she watched uh, most of it actually, which is pretty good for her. It was just a great time. Holy shit!
1: There's there's something in the air here, which I think we've yeah. probably mentioned five thousand times, and it's like it's something we've been waiting for, and something that we you know are hoping will continue is that the, this was a cool show that all wrestling fans wanted to watch and like you know for the most part and so like that's it's been a while since any new japan show wrestle kingdom or no has been like that so this had a kind of a ring of return to form to it you know which is something that is a theme on this show like uh, i thought i thought the
0: uh, the noah show in january first looked pretty big at the nippon budokan but uh wrestle kingdom holy shit it's yep. fucking huge and i think people still piling in we start off with riohai iwa and what's this guy's name oleg Boat, bolton or something
1: like that bolton oleg yeah
0: oh so, okay but
1: King, uh, shingo takagi takagi shingo it's him yeah so <laughs> apparently
0: he's in this real fighting thing with for team new japan or something like that it's a 3 minute exhibition match five this is the 5 minutes oh, oh.
1: <laughs> every okay. second I can feel every
0: second. This is one of the only times I will say this for the Wrestle Kingdom show. Uh, I don't care about this match. (laughs) There's a couple, you
1: know. They say Bolton Um,
0: wins right at the end, but it looked like it's just a timeout draw.
1: Yeah, it was a time limit draw, which is a win for a, you know, debuting a young boy you know you're not supposed is to he? tie that yeah he's a debuting young boy and on you know he basically this is like a shooter and he's i think he's the guy that Yuji Nagata recently like introduced yeah. before a show and was like this is my guy he's a wrestling or he's training at three dads gym you know he's he'll be showing up on the on the you know television series too in the spinoff that we wrote about chumpy uh being a cop but uh, anyway <laughs> so my awesome. that, i'm sure we'll see if there's time for that but uh but yeah i just you know this it was a wrestling match the guy does all the you know uh what it, like every every amateur wrestler that gets in the ring had to prove you're an amateur wrestlers to do the uh what's it called the fireman's carry throw like yeah <laughs> that's what yano does and it's like, <laughs> oh yeah it's just funny this is that's like all this guy did but he looked fine he got a, a tie good job buddy
0: yeah, I'm I'm glad we got to see that match. That was it was a match, but uh, <laughs> everything else uh, I either really liked to to loved and all that kind of stuff. So we got the King of Pro Wrestling 2023, Rambo, and the rules are that you can get pinned, you can be submitted, or you get thrown over the top rope, uh, and the final four people that are left standing will wrestle of in new year's dash the next night to crown the first king of pro wrestling trophy champion for the year i guess so yeah uh if you want i'll just quickly run through who's in it. Uh, we have first out show uh, hikaleo who seems to have new music and uh, Tamatonga didn't know but uh, that's weird They gotta change the music what's going on there Come oh, on, man come on man you've turned in face you gotta change the music i'm sorry dude
1: well his like why it's all gun stuff. If you listen to yeah. like Tomatonga's it's all about guns and stuff. Well he's not a bullet club anymore. Dude, it uh, says cutthroat era in it. Yeah. And it starts out like the the shield theme because that goes all the way back to the I'm not a bad guy, I'm not a good guy, fucking Roman Reigns thing. Like, come yeah. on, oh, man. Let, let's update his shit. I mean, it's been <laughs> it's like 10 years ago almost.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. So we're gonna show Hikaleo. We got Evil with Dick Togo. I was never 100% sure if Dick Togo was in the match. or just helping Evil. He got... was just
1: there. He was and just how, there. How did they come to the ring? Do you remember this?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> how did they come out to the ring?
1: Evil Dick comes out and they jog to the ring. And I'm like, oh, my God. Come on.
0: Oh, that's right. You were saying was, that. Yeah.
1: Everyone else House of Torture jogged to the ring for the Rambo and no one else did. And I was just like, oh, my God. These guys are fucking jobbers. Come on. That's
0: yeah. crazy. Oh, we'll get, th- we'll get to that. Uh, we've got Ishii, the Great Okan, Doki, Rocky Romero, Kenta, K- Yoshinobi Kanemaru, uh, Hinare. Oh! Dude, Hinare, uh, Kevin Kelly, is just amazing in commentary because he brings up, Hey Chris, I hear there's so many ways. That, uh,
1: <laughs> he said
0: it. in <laughs> so many ways. Oh my God, it was so cool. So funny. Yeah. So we got, t- we got we got Teguchi, uh, we got Jeff Cobb, Shane Haste, Mike E. Nichols, Yujiro, uh, Ugi- yeah, oh, uh, and we got Toriano, and uh, I think we got uh, El Taichi, and Shingo. That's pretty much all the people that we have in in the, in the Rambo. I didn't take huge mega notes, but there's one spot I need to mention because it makes me cry. No, well, two things made me cry in this match, Mr. Andy, is that Evil is out first because he's a big cartoon jobber. Come on, New Japan, I need a direction for Evil. Come on, man, he's great. Not only that, we've got uh, Hikaleo. I'm I'm with Jay White. Fuck you, Hikaleo, because you did the most heinous thing you could possibly do in this match. You eliminated Doki. (laughs) You motherfucker. How dare you? (laughs) How dare he? Oh, my God. So yeah, there's uh, <laughs> there's some fun stuff. I like Jeff Cobb Irish whipping Grado Khan, who, who runs at uh, runs at and eliminate That was kind of well done. Uh, TMDK take out Jeff Cobb, which is pretty funny. It's it, it's it's some good stuff. They uh, kind of let you know that even though Shingo's in the last four, uh, it's not going to be the same old this year because uh, El Fantasma and Taiji uh, unfortunately get eliminated, but that's okay. And then we get our final four, which is, of course, Yano. hope they don't go back to the Yano ways. Um, well, they don't, because uh, I like what they've done with the title, kind of, kind of growing it. we got Show, Shingo, and Greta Khan yeah, it's the final four. I kind of spoiled who won, but that's okay. I'm excited. What did you think of the Rambo?
1: It was fun. You know, it's like a goofy thing. It's a great way yeah. to get a bunch of guys a payday on uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So... I like that they get this kind of thing out of the way at the beginning because it's kind of, you know, not Wrestle Kingdom worthy as far as match quality, yeah. but it's still fun. Um, like, I don't know if you mentioned this, but Evil was also the first one eliminated by yes, Rocky Romero, too. So, like, he jogged <laughs> out, he and he was the first one eliminated, and it was just like, oh, my God. And then, you know, that's just... poor guy but um we also got a cool spot where taichi got to sumo throw uh great okan and then like everybody was lining up to get sumo thrown (laughs) it's like i thought he was going to do it to everybody but it turns out that half the people had already been eliminated at that point and were just like hanging out outside the ring it was hard to figure out who was eliminated and everything and also, this is the first time, uh, you know, in this uh, week of wrestling that we got to hear Gino freak out about Doki coming out. So that was great. Oh my and gosh, uh, man. he wanted to say Doki Choki so bad that he was just like, maybe he'll hit a Choki, <laughs> which is great. So, um, but yeah, Shingo's the winner. And, uh, you know, that was the thing that happened. It was probably the, you know, the last kind of just match that was just a match. Uh, you know, we had, we, you know. Next, we had the young presenter lady come out to read some ads. And then we had the. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she can do, I guess. She just comes out and reads ads. She was literally reading. Show, so you'll get a video yeah. show or something. I don't know what it was. But uh, then we had the Inoki Memorial Tag Match, which was uh, Mr. Bread making his triumphant return to New Japan. Okay. We had your favorite, Togi Makabe. And Yuji <laughs> Nagata, Where- where's Tenzan? Why can't it be Three Dad's Jim? Is his foot acting yeah. up again? Um, but uh, that's versus Tiger Mask, Fujinami, and Minoru Suzuki. And this is a tradition because every year, Fujinami has a match or presents something. And for some reason, his New Japan music is this lounge music. And so, like, there was not <laughs> even, without even missing a beat, immediately commentary goes into lounge mode. And they're like, tonight, you know, at the at the Velvet Room, at the, at the Tokyo Dome, it is Fujinami, you know. And that shit was really funny. Um, I, I, thought that was great. This was also, you know, when I started to realize how loud the crowd was going to get because they were pretty loud for this match to some extent. And, uh, I had no idea how loud they were actually going to get later on. So, cause this was a cheering crowd and supposedly the way it worked was that it was cheering sections, but by the end of the show, it was everybody that was cheering. It was, it was pretty great. Um, I don't have like any like detailed notes about this really, because this was kind of settling in for the show. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a good match. Makabe wins because he has to. And Fujinami gives a speech even though he lost the match. And uh, an Inoki movie is announced.
0: So there's that. Yeah, this is this is an oddity for me, like this match, because you've got Suzuki tagging with Tiger Mask. I'm like, dude, you used to kill him every week. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it felt wrong. It felt weird. So I'm glad they kind of gave Suzuki a direction the following night. So that's that's something that makes me very happy. But uh, you missed it. Uh, Makabe's real music plays. Dun, 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 oh, dun,
1: yeah.
0: Dun, 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 dun. We got Tiger Hattori doing the uh, refereeing as well. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, my, look, my favorite parts of this match are always, you know, we have got Kojima on one side, Suzuki on the other. Yes. Love that.
1: You would, uh, always love that. Dur- during the Noah show, uh, I don't know how it came. I think Tiger Tori was there or something like that, and you were like, "Oh shit, they're gonna put a title on him." <laughs> 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 that was so funny. So... <laughs> oh man, that was good shit. You so were
0: it was good to see Tiger. With, uh, you, you were like, "Oh my god, Mr. Brad, he's gonna lose to Kento Shamara There's no way." K- and yeah. Kojima wins. you just and I'm just like, "Yep, that's 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 no. Like he's older, yeah. so he wins more." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how it works so um but uh yeah this is just like a tag match but the important stuff starts to happen next luke what do you think yeah because uh the next match is well it's the start the official start of
0: wrestle kingdom so uh the young lion match the rambo and the memorial match were all pre-show and they all you had the first two matches that it kind of went blank the screen for a while then it came on for another match then went blank and then came back on for wrestle Kingdom, yeah. like. Okay, they're called commercials, motherfuckers. We're all watching it. You might as well chuck some ads on. People will buy shit. Oh, yeah. by the way, buy our shit at our Teespring store. Uh, we got that. And if you want to send us some uh, written or voice emails, you can do that. at gmail.com. We're on the tweet if you want to interact with us. I'm at Grumpy2eb. Mister Guy is at Drusifer tweets. Collectively, we're at Neveropenpod. Professionalism is my job.
1: Anyway, hey, now now we're ready for Wrestle Kingdom.
0: That's right. And we start with oh wow it's it's Leo Rush and Yo versus versus Catch Two Two and uh, Yo and Rush are in black this time they're in they're in mourning they're in mourning because uh, Leo Rush discovered that Yo has no personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so in Japan that means rebirth I think like black means rebirth which we'll see <clears throat> Okada come out in black later too. So
0: yeah. Look, I want to say it, I kind of like this match. It's it's fast-paced, it's amazing, it it kind of sets the pace. Rush is busted open, and he kind of touches it when it first happens, and then he just leaves it, and it just looks like a crimson mask on his face. Mm -hmm. makes him look like a badass for the rest of the match. There's one, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, because Mm -hmm. um, you see Naito do things like this all the time, but uh, uh, there's a spot where kind of rush you're not sure if he botched it or not but then akira just comes in grab wraps his yeah. arms around rush and then suplexes him And i was just like man that was a crisp save no matter what that, that was was, that was so
1: amazing akira yeah. crushed that dude this match tells you so much about everyone in it 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 you know kind of because Leah rush got taken out of a few spots i know that this match didn't go exactly like they wanted it to but you couldn't tell And not only that, but they, like, commentary and the wrestlers together, like, seamlessly work the injury into the match. And, like, and and what caused the injury, Luke?
0: Uh, He got, he got, uh,
1: it's the ramp, isn't it? Yeah, it's the fucking ramp. So, they doing moves on the ramp and he he blasts his face off it and caved his face in.
0: Well, I know it hurt you, Mr., Mr. Rush, and I know I've talked some shit about you, but. Man, you were awesome that night. And even like uh the commentary and the rest is oh he's got blood in his eyes, Kevin, he can't see. It was man, great. it was just it worked. It really worked. So uh I guess that was just a happy accident. There's there's amazing spots here, but I was just like, All right. Let's just rip this band-aid off and just have them win. I know they want junior tag, like and then it happens. TJP rolls up, yo. And TJP does something I didn't think he could ever do. He made me jump out of my chair and mark the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, TJP. I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, really fucking awesome opener uh, and a surprise finish for me. So uh, I'm glad they did at least like a, a couple finishes where you didn't know where it was going to go. So it uh, was nice.
1: Yeah, I just I was really impressed that spot you were talking about where Leah Rush, he tried to hit the rush hour, but it didn't work. So Akira, with without missing a beat, just grabs him and suplexes him. And it's like, that's how you handle that. And, and like they but it, it like went right into a reversal and all this shit. It was really good. And like they I don't know, man, I, I just more and more. I'm watching Akira. He's special. We've said it many times, and I think that he is just getting started. So this was another little kind of feather in his cap. And this is the only chaos team that loses tonight, I think, um, think so. in, in a championship situation. So I was I was just absolutely convinced we were going to get Leo Rush turning on. Yo, but we just got him caving his face in and then disappearing, which is like, OK, that'll work. You know, so I, I love this. I thought this was a great opener for the show. I, I don't know, man. Um, next, Luke, we had the uh, IWGP women's title match, and this was very good. It's got a big problem, though, is that this match is shorter than LIJ's entrances. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I know that th- that's the one kind of like bad thing about about Wrestle Kingdom is that the pageantry sometimes is, you know, it, it's equally as important as the matches. So, you know, that it, it causes situations like this. So this match is Kyrie versus uh, Tam Nakano. And um, I thought this was so, talk about pageantry. These are the first uh, entrances here that are just like over the top. So they both get these incredible entrances that are just like, I I mean, the music's unbelievable. The stage works with them to make them look big and important. And they have just like the most amazing ring, you know, to the ring gear you've ever seen in your life. Um, I thought it was so cool, man. Uh, but the match starts with uh, Kyrie getting, you know, kind of being a jerk after a rope break, and and you know, uh, hitting hitting Tam when she's down, uh, you know, uh, uh, when she can't protect herself. And then they start running the ropes, and it's just like, holy shit, <laughs> so good! They go counter for counter, and Tam comes out on top. So Kyrie wants the strikes, wants to do strikes, and they hit each other really, really hard. Uh, Kyrie counters with a spear, takes control. We get a spinning uh, knee kick. I don't know what that is, but that knocks Kyrie out of the damn ring, which is so great. And so Tam hits a top rape splash to the outside, and of course we have the young lionesses on the outside to help catch the the the, the, the person jumping, which is always funny to me because it's just cape shap, kayfabe shattering, but it's also just safe and great. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we get this in completely sick bridging German suplex from Tam Nakano that was just unbelievable. Nuts. She she hits the Steiner screwdriver for a near fall. like, <laughs> hey. I love that commentary. I thought that was so funny. They're like, oh, from Scott Steiner to Tam Nakano, you know, that was great. But uh, she goes crazy on Kyrie, hits the ropes, and eats a spinning back fist that is a live round, Luke. There's no way. To work the spinning back fist, you know, without making it look like shit. So you're you're gonna hit somebody, and so she does. And then there's another back fist and insane elbow, and Kyrie just wins. It was like five and a half minutes or something like that. It was really short. Um, but this match is more about what kind of happens next. Luke, what would you think of the match? And tell me what happened next.
0: All right. I feel like they squeezed about 15 minutes into five minutes, kind of like what you expect on a night of the best of the Super Juniors where everyone's wrestling tonight you know it's all tournament matches so Correct. you're gonna have a few ma- yeah that that's the kind of speed and they're moving fast uh they're not selling that much because they've got to go boom into the next thing they're selling enough to you know but you know what i mean just full speed ahead and then it's over so you know they crammed 15 minutes worth of wrestling into five problem with that is i wanted 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. But it is overshadowed. And I guess the match, they shortened the match. I don't know why the match was so short. Maybe it's because everyone's just like, look, everyone knows she's here. Mercedes (laughs) Monet. Everyone knows that she's here. It's like the worst kept secret. Because, like, I don't know, someone in in America can't keep their bloody mouth shut. Because it's not not the Japanese side leaking shit. It's the the American side. So yeah, Mercedes Monet comes out post match. And says she's going to have a match with uh, Kyrie at San Jose in the Battle of the Valley. So we'll probably we'll probably going to get that anyway. We we usually check those out. But I want to just like before we talk about I don't usually talk about how women look on the show. It's a little bit weird, but I liked her fire her fiery hair that uh, Sasha Banks had. So uh, I really liked that. She looked kind of badass. Okay. I can see how people can look. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, oh,
1: leopardy or something? I don't know. I, I thought it was, it was leopard wild. spots in her hair. You know, <laughs> was, because she has a leopard gimmick. Yeah, that, yeah. It, uh, about the money,
0: leopard money. Yeah. You know, the promo is a little clunky, but I don't think it matters because I feel like the moment over, overshadows that. The fact that she's here in Japan and going to wrestle for that title is is nuts. I think that's a that's that's a kind of a pay per view seller right there. Just
1: those two ladies going at it. So yeah, I like it. It was cool. It's, like it's a little weird you know because this is not it it's it, it has a WWE feel about it this kind of segment here because it's a little you know like Sasha Banks formerly Sasha Banks has never been a great promo so like you know she's done well at promos but usually when they give her a live mic it's kind of like what you know um but she kind of botched her promo a little bit and then she hit a finish that I, you know, I think it just had like a bad camera angle on it, or maybe Kyrie yeah. wasn't ready or something because it just kind of looked weird. And I'm not even sure what it was like a spinning DDT kind of thing and uh, didn't look good. So it, because like basically she offered a hand to Kyrie and then just took her out. It just didn't like land because this isn't that kind of show. But <clears throat> we, I, I, I felt like that this was an odd feeling, but I, I also understand how important this is for um, for stardom and for New Japan, because New Japan's going to sell a bunch of tickets, you know, for that Battle in the Valley thing, which just seems to be their next big show they're promoting. So because, uh, man, they're putting all kinds of shit on that show and we'll talk about it later. But I I just I don't know. Um, this felt weird. I'm very happy that she's in, you know, not. In AEW, and then she's come over to Japan to do stuff because I think that overall the quality will be better and should be used properly, um, you know, to that extent. And this felt like a big deal, but we have an email, Luke, from listener yes. of the show, Jamie Coy, who has some mom- uh, some things to say about this. So uh, the title of the email is, "Are you ready to have goosebumps?" <clears throat> Jamie says the following following email is a moment you will remember for years to come because having someone beat you over the head with all the fun you're about to have never gets old. Sasha Banks has made her return to wrestling and she made it at Wrestle Kingdom. Mercedes Monet has arrived. That's right. Monet. Fancy E and all. I don't know what that thing's called. It goes over the E, but um, uh, all that time away. And that's what she picked. (laughs) Banks. (laughs) Money. Monet get it do you have goosebumps yet Lou how uh, Mercedes uh, Monet avenue. avoided going full impact and not spelling her name M-E-R-C-E-D-E S money sign is shocking so and then like she says not like Frankie Monet which is Taya Valkyrie while an NXT there ain't no T at the end of Monet that T is for peasants and their duels. Fancy E with the E with a little thing over it. That's where the real Monet is at, Luke. And uh, see what he did there. So yeah. I, I say Monet when I meant money, money like from a bank, banks, Sasha Banks, get it? He's using Batman logic. So Goosebumps is what that gives me. What a moment we're having together. The entire segment was bad. The name is stupid. Her promo was painful. And whatever that move was at the end was certainly a thing that happened. I'm glad Stardom stardom gets the attention uh, for Mercedes for getting what she wanted. But that's a sign of things to come. Maybe it's not too late to get a refund. I mean, refund, and he spelled it with all those little doohickeys above all the letters. (laughs) So so Jamie didn't like that segment. (laughs) I find that
0: uh, a, lot, a lot of wrestlers that come from WWE and go elsewhere, a lot of them, um, yeah, they don't have the promo skills because they're all scripted <laughs> and shit. I get it. It wasn't the best segment in the world, but I was just so excited to see you there and to see that the fact she's going to wrestle in a New Japan match, in a New Japan ring, it just, I don't know. My excitement level That's... kind of overshadowed all the other stuff. I think, like, I don't care about the talking so much. Because I know I know she'll be pretty awesome in the ring. I'm not too worried well, about that. And,
1: and, you know, that is a concerning thing. I do hate the whole thing where it's like, you know, it, it seems to be with women, you know, where it's like an attraction. You know, they're, they're still treated as an attraction. And that's not going to stop in New Japan because we didn't mention this. But obviously this is a historical thing because this is the first time there's been a women's match in the Tokyo Dome for like 50 years or some crazy shit like that. And not only that, but... This is the first time there's been a singles women's match on Wrestle Kingdom. So this is a big deal. Um, I'm really happy for the promotions for doing this. And like I said, I'm just happy she went somewhere that she likes. But the danger is you have one match every three months. That's not the ideal situation for a wrestler to put on the best match. And that's any wrestler. So I'm a little concerned about that. But at the same time, man... You want to talk about big moments like the like Sasha Banks as a wrestler has some of my favorite memories as a women's wrestler. Any women's wrestling I've ever seen, you know, her series versus Bailey in NXT is some of my favorite uh, wrestling memories. Just watching that shit. If like I remember um, me and my sister, we uh, did a review episode of the women's revolution thing that WWE did. And to prime her, I showed her all of the, you know, Sasha Banks, uh, Bailey stuff just to show her how good women's wrestling could be, you know, and, and that's a great example. <clears throat> so I'm interested to see what she can do. I just, I just hope it's, I, you know, I hope it makes new Japan stardom money and I hope it makes Monet money. So is Sasha Banks doing stardom dates? I, I you know, as much about that as I do. <laughs> I
0: Cause, uh, uh, all right. You can get better at promos, whatever, but there might be some ring rust in there, so chuck her in some fucking tags before you put her in a main event or something.
1: Please. I was hoping that there'd be like a, you know, a women's tag showed up on New Year Dash, and then that way she could get in there and just be like, you know, like another wrestler did that's a big deal, because I just, I feel like that's one of the cool things about New Japan is that you get to see the big stars on every show. They may not have a singles match, they usually don't, but you get to see them, so I don't know. Yep.
0: I agree. So, like, my, my nose—am I going to sneeze? Nope. It says no. Okay. okay. That's good podcasting, everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm optimistic, I guess, because I'm a I'm a sush. Well, I didn't hate
1: it as much as Jamie quoted, so
0: uh, And by the way, Jamie, if you want to, if if that's going to be the way you're going to send emails, uh, you need to send a lot more, because that was the <laughs> Please, like,
1: that was tremendous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so next we've got <clears throat> dude i love this match too it's team Bishamon, hiroki goto and yoshihashi versus uh dax harwood and cash wheeler uh dax harwood is the bald one just so you know <laughs> mr andy
1: bald and uh, wait, so there's beard and mustache that's how it works we don't we don't uh you know try to identify people as bald because maybe he oh, doesn't man, identify yeah. as bald so
0: all right all right fine is the man uh, who doesn't have hair on his Once head, actually. but everywhere else he does. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I thought this match was great. Uh, I, I know you and I were kind of kidding as if we're going to see some, like, major Yoshihashi has, hesitation spots where he's <laughs> too early for a spot or he's a little too late, and he has to be like, um, the pattern isn't exactly the same. What do I do again? But uh, there was... Kind of none of that. I guess uh Godot slapped him before the match and was just like, it's Wrestle Kingdom bitch, don't embarrass me out there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought this was great. Uh not only that, I think uh I know we, everyone wanted Aussie Open versus uh, FTR, but I don't know. Bishop kind of arrived. This is might be one of my favorite matches that they've had as a tag team, which is funny because they've been a tag team pretty solidly for a year now but I I really liked it uh Yoshihashi I was just like I was waiting for it but no he seemed to hang out with the boys Uh, I was like awesome not only that dude we live in a world now did he do it last year I can't remember but we do live in a world where Yoshihashi gets to win at Wrestle Kingdom not only that Dax Harwood is the, the more over one of the two. He, that's mustache. So uh, he got to pin Dax Harwood at Wrestle Kingdom after the show to I was like, for sure, Goto's getting a pin. It's probably going to be on cash wheeler, but no. <laughs> Dude, I thought this was a lot of fun. Uh, Bishamon were just that much better at breaking up those pins, you know, than, uh, than FTR was, and it, it just turned out to be a lot of fun. Really pleas- pleasantly surprised by this. What did you think?
1: Well, that... I, I think you're burying this match by not saying it's one of the standout matches on the show. This match was incredible. Like it's, it was way better than I had any idea it could be. Um, I
0: love I thought, hearing you say that about a Yoshi it was match. I do.
1: Fantastic. I mean, like, okay, so it's like they got together, you know, with FTR before the show. And they go, listen, this this Mister guy is just he just hates us. What can we do to make him happy? And Yoshi's like, listen, let's upset the apple cart. And they did, man. I, I They did my favorite move in wrestling. And I you never see it. You never see it because it sucks. It probably sucks to do. And <clears throat> it's the apple cart, a vertical suplex out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi Hashi got suplexed out of the ring and took a, a tremendous bump. And it was amazing. And if that had just happened, I would have been fired up about this match. But the rest of the match was fantastic. I mean, you're right the story of this matches is is teamwork on breaking up pins and who, who can, you know, it's like, it's like both teams are equal and who can just get that one, make one more play, make one more, get one more inch, you know, if uh, you're using football terms and stuff. And that's what it was. It was, man. I just, I love this. I thought this was so great. And they did a great job, uh, you know, teasing finishes like the false finishes were true false finishes where you thought that one team was going to win. And uh, man, I just, it was all about saving those safe spots. Like, you know, just just breaking up pins and stuff like that. And this match also was extremely fast paced. I don't know. I would highly recommend this to anybody, um, you know. But the one thing that is the funny part about this is that, I mean, come on. We we knew who was going to win this like six months ago. <laughs> 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 Whatever this was made. I mean, like as soon as we saw... Uh, Yoshihashi and Kodo with the new gear, new, new fishing oh, poles yeah. and all that stuff. I'm like, oh boy, they're gonna win everything. And you know, but it makes sense. And this is, you know, they haven't talked about it much, but this is kind of like chaos's rise, to power here on the show. And this is a big step for them. And uh, I don't know, I love this. This is my favorite Yoshihashi match ever, other than that one versus versus on. I love that one for some reason. I, know, I, I love like, that
0: match. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy to hear it, like, you have to, like, keep praising Team Fisherman matches even though you want to hate them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing some good stuff. I feel like putting them together as a proper tag team, not just, you know, hey, we're, we're in the same faction, let's team up. Yeah. But having them Which actually music be... out
1: too?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's always tos, always. Even if Ishi's with them, even though he's got the better music. But anyway... Yeah, putting them together as a solid tag team and kind of building them and uh, taking Yoshihashi like a couple steps up from biggest joke in New Japan has helped. What do you know? You yeah. do something with people and they, they, they work hard. Eh? He's, yeah. Yoshihashi's motivated now. He's won two <laughs> trophies and
1: like four titles now. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I love Kevin, all right? He's great. He does a good job. But he just is like, you know, Yoshihashi used to be the butt of a joke, <laughs> say that He's burying him, so that's al john <clears throat> he that's you know he just said what you just said like straight up on commentary which is pretty funny so uh <laughs> but, yeah um <clears throat> pardon me well next luke we have uh the tv title match and um i i have a lot to say about this this was unbelievably good and i feel like that i caught something that maybe other people didn't catch i don't know Um, But it's Ren Narita versus Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr., the first time he's wrestling, you know, outside of Suzuki-gun. What's going to happen with him? He has blonde hair now. And uh, we see Shibata is on commentary, all right? Um, This is fantastic. Now, as we know, the TV title match has a 15-minute time limit. And we've noticed that most of the matches go between 11 and 12 minutes. This one went between 11 and 12 minutes. They, like, all do that. It's great. And... We have the son of strong style versus the man who says he is strong style. He's Teckers. Teckers is strong style, Luke. And so, you know, right. it's it, I, after this match, Shibata uh, tweeted our way, which is like, that's what this is. This is this is a representation of strong style in its purest form. And it's so funny because, I, you know, I'm going to get to the, what happens in the match first. But after in the uh, post-match comments, Zach Sabre Jr. addressed that and said that he said that, you know, tables and chairs and stuff that's bollocks i'm not doing that i'm going to take this he's basically doing the the lexus montez gimmick with the unsanctioned pro (laughs) title so uh that he had that was like a you know 24 7 title he said he's going to turn that into a pure title and that's what zach saber jr is doing with this so we get pure strong style that's what we get this match starts hot they run right at each other and it's all about and like they do the the uh you know, uh, uh Matt Wrestling version of of strong style where they're just trying to rip each other's arms off. It's fantastic. They both dodge PKs like in their previous their preview tag match. We get a Greco-Roman knuckle lock and bow and arrow counters where they're twisting all these each other's arms and stuff and everything. And and then Ren's like, you know what? I'm gonna hit you. And so they start hitting each other. And it's a lot of hitting each other. It's great, but it's also a lot of the you know mat wrestling stuff. So they want a part of this match is the Cobra Twist trying to set that up. But if you've noticed, you know, as you're watching this, they're doing something that we don't see in New Japan very often because Ishii doesn't have singles matches anymore in uh New Japan very often, and Shibata doesn't wrestle really. So what we're seeing, in my opinion, is kind of like a tribute to uh, Shibata versus Ishii from Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think, or Wrestle Kingdom 10, um, where the entire match is big, long mirror spots, where you know basically a guy does a whole sequence and then the other guy responds with his own version of that sequence, and that's what this whole match is. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, so, for example, you know, Ren asks for kicks. Like Shibata and sits there, and then Zach does the same same thing for a huge reaction. Then they, they're hitting Yakuza kicks and landing them on each other at the same time. We get mirror PKs for one counts. You know, Ren gets a huge bridging suplex. Then uh Zach gets a knee bar, which is his version of that. That's like basically two near falls right next to each other. Zach kicks the shit out of Ren to get him back to his feet. Um, and and <laughs> and he keeps kicking Ren in the arm. He had kind of that was kind of it's interesting because usually Zach Sabre Virginia has a little more time, so he kind of focuses on different body parts. But with this one, he knew he only had so much time, so he's really going for the arm. All right? So he kicks the arm, Ren responds with a big ridge hand, and then Zach gets the Euro clutch for two. They seem to have a little trouble getting into that, uh, but it worked. And then they trade German suplexes and Zach gets really, really close near fall on a roll up, like really close. Like maybe it was three and Cobra twist counters. They roll around a little Zach puts an arm hold on and rent taps before we even know what's happening. Tremendous match. It went about 11 minutes. And like I said, watch Shibata versus Ishii. That's what this is. What'd you think of the match and what happens after? Uh
0: I I love this match. Uh, in fact, I I love it so much that maybe we need to. Hey, uh, welcome to the TV Total Podcast, the uh, TV Total Podcast. <laughs> and I've been too, because uh, if this is any indication of what this this thing's going to be, that's awesome. I said ages ago, Zack Saber Jr. Be a great never champion. You might not have that, like, oh, he kind of has it now. You know, he he's. he's He's a better wrestler than he was five years ago. Five years ago, he's just a guy. That's it. He's great at it, but it's submissions and counter. That's it. That's all he does. Now he's, now he's doing spots where he's like, all right, come and kick me. Now I'm going to do German suplex. Uh, now I'm going to get into a strike exchange. Now I'm going to be, like, playing up to the crowd because I'm a character in a wrestling show. All this kind of stuff that's in his arsenal, he's so much better. So now i do think he's got that kind of strong style he's got the uh he's got a bit more beef on him too so yeah, i don't know he's just he's just more impressive i think he's a better submission wrestler than he ever was but he's also more well-rounded than he ever was as well so it's it's all fucking working selling was never all that amazing either that's even fantastic now so man being a new japan is Work wonders for him. He's a student of the game and uh, I feel like it's all paid off. And Ren this is what he's like when he's just come back from a fucking excursion? What? This is what this is how good he is already? And this guy's and Ren pulling out like NeverStyle submit matches with like submission holds and stuff too. Dude, this was like this was heaven and I'm glad they didn't do the uh 15 minute coin toss win victory here that would have been kind of <laughs> bullshit yeah uh, and it fits with a lot of zack saber jr's other victories he has done this to both great Khan and shingo uh, worked that arm so bad that when he puts another the one final submission hold on it they didn't just tap they tapped fast yeah so that is I a thing that. it was oh man it's so good uh and at the end of the match, out come Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. And I'm just thinking to myself, I don't want either of you to fucking wrestle with TV <laughs> title. Get out of here. What <laughs> the fuck? Man, I was, ho- I was like, Ishi, get the fuck out there. Like, yeah. go. You can be the first piece of food for don't right? No, man, I was, I was hoping it him. was Yano. I was okay. hoping
1: Yano came oh out. Oh, my God. Yeah, Zach's that would be great thing. <laughs> hey, hey, Yano is a
0: perfect wrestler for a 15-minute title that's true uh, all these matches are under that hey that could work too you can you can go jokey with it why not uh, so yeah it's awesome so Shane Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols come on no offense to you boys sorry um, but I didn't want that feud and I don't know the history of it all that kind of stuff so it was, it was a surprise to me when uh, both men pull out a TMDK shirt and he's like oh fuck it yeah all right. he puts it on and he celebrates with the boys so uh that's what we were saying a few weeks ago. What's Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols and to a bigger extent, bad dude Tito going to do now that fucking Jonah's gone? They're dead in the water. Well, now they've now they've got someone and yeah. someone who's going to stay in New Japan for the long term and not uh, run away as soon as uh, the money signs start flashing and, uh, and all that. I don't buy, I don't, doesn't, buy, yeah, but Zack Saber Jr. is New Japan. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah. He's, I, he's I new think
1: Japan. that if you watch their backstage comments, you'll see that, like, this is going to allow Zach, Zach Sabre Jr. to even branch out even more character-wise because he's, you know, it's like he's a little more loose, like, character-wise, and I think that what you were talking about, that's a perfect way to kind of sum this up, is that you know, we've seen him grow in suzuki Goon. Now, what's, what can he do, you know, with a new group where he's kind of in charge? You know, he's he's graduated to something else. And I'm excited to see what he will do because I don't know. I'm, I was very sad for Taichi. Taichi tweeted that, you know, like, hey, you know, have fun with your new group. I, I love you forever. You're my best friend.
0: <laughs> it's like they've just graduated high school and they're going to different colleges or yes. something. Yes. <laughs> Somebody should write a
1: a manga about that for sure. It sells so many copies.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Before we know it, there's like 5,000 volumes because, man. (laughs) Uh, Suzuki like – what is Suzuki like? One Piece? Yeah, try getting into that. There's like a billion volumes. Like, where do you start? Oh, my God. Anyway, (laughs) here we go. Speaking of – I feel like we've just covered the never title match, and uh, it's not. It's the inaugural – to, you know, to crown the inaugural TV title champion. But next we have the never-open title match. It's uh, Tamatonga versus Machine Gun Carl Anderson. And we get Machine Gun hitting Tamar with the belt before the match even starts. <laughs> There's... I think this is what they called it. And it looked kind of gnarly. There's a Verta driver by uh, Machine Gun onto Tama on the ramp. That evil ramp doing its fucking thing again. Yeah, man. And look you mentioned this as we were ty- as as I was typing out notes and as, as the match was hey, going out and I had to write it in because I, I agreed the first half of this match it's kind of it not is kind of it is the same as the Hikaleo match it's just <laughs> it's just done better because Tamatonga is well he's a more experienced more seasoned he's a better wrestler let's just say let's just say it. so uh you know, and then when you get past that first half, uh, then the match is all about the gun stun. Who can hit the gun stun? Who can finally get. Because they both know all they need to do is to hit that. Yeah. So uh, the, that, that's kind of what happens. Uh, Tamma finally hits the gun stun, only there must have been a camera angle thing again, like, it's, like what happened with Monet, because that final gun stun was a little bit. Mm, and I'm not blaming Tama for that at all. He's in the air. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know, Carl's got to land, but, uh, something that makes me happy because I thought he would have made a good champion the first time he won it. And then he lost it to Carl and all this bullshit happened. So yay, Tamatonga! I think he can do some, uh, some stiff matches, some very intense physical matchups anyway, as a never open champion. Let's give him a little bit of a run this time boys and see what happens and uh, let's see how we go. I I look I didn't like this as much as uh Ren versus Saber Junior, but I didn't hate this match either. I thought it was a good time. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was fine. And I was initially hmm. like what the fuck's going on here? Cuz they're doing the same exact match and I'm like why are they come oh on. yeah Like Tom, I know you got to build <laughs> build to the big Tomifier Fire up. I know that's what you're building to, but come on, man. Do it a different way. There's so many different ways. So many ways. Um but you know, I, there was one thing in this match that made me remember the old Tomatonga, and because I used to love him as a singles wrestler before he was a singles wrestler. And like him and Goto would have just like incredible matches in the G1 every year. And one of the like hallmarks of those matches and the things that you would do is the changing directions while running the ropes. And they did a spot like in this match with the changing directions that was really, really complicated and like. Done perfectly. That was one of the coolest parts of this match. I just, you know, I, I'll talk about what happened in the backstage comments. This is weird, but also kind of cool. So I think this is like, here's here's what what we saw, and then I'll tell you what I think happened. So um, after the after the match, the backstage comments, you know, Tomatongo's sitting there. He just won the title, and he's like, he's like, uh, we need beer, you know, and he gets his beer, and and he's sitting there, and he's got Hikaleo, and somebody else is with him, and he has his kid. So, you know, he's sitting there celebrating the win, and Carl Anderson walks up and is like, shakes his hand, and says, "You know, I'm sorry I had to be a jerk for uh, the last two months, but there was money to be made." He just, he just like breaks kayfabe basically, which whatever. But he basically is just like babyface backstage, and and just hugs him and says whatever. But here's what I think happened. I think that he walked up on him to do something, and he saw the kid and was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> It just had to babyface it. That's what I think happened, but I don't know. It was just uh it was weird because of, you know, the heel situation's been going on with him. But it's interesting to watch. Yeah. The backstage comments for Wrestle Kingdom were were uh, interesting, and I'm trying to sprinkle that stuff in as it goes through here. Um, I'm glad you Luke, did. And you have. But what, when I <laughs> when I think about Tomatonga, you, I don't think about physical. You know, so I'm hoping that that changes because I I just. Well, it, it, he does have that intensity, and he, he will, like, go go at
0: people. He's got a spear. He's got the supreme flow. I think he's got some pretty good moves, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah he's good. I'm, I'm, you know, I know he's earned this championship. I'm just not very excited about it because I just want something different from that title, and I want other people to have – I don't know. But uh, anyway, next, Luke, we have uh, Keiji Mudo's last match in New Japan. It's Tanahashi, Keiji Mudo, and Shota Umino. Versus Bushi, Sonata, and Naito, and man, the crowd lost their mind Bushi. when showed up. They lost their mind when Naito showed up. Uh, this is the crowd's getting real loud. Now we talked about this before; it's been a little while, but New Japan is just great at these legends matches. I mean, they just know what they're doing with these things, and that's what this is. It's tremendous. It's it's great to the like um. So the team of Muda Tanahashi and Shota Umino is like the New Japan's past. It's, you know, it's current and it's it's a future, which is just it's awesome. It's so great. And, uh, you know, we also get the return and uh, to Wrestle Kingdom of referee Chumpy in this match. So he's the only one that can we, we can trust to take care of this type of situation. So we also get Chono and Fujinami on Fujinami on commentary and the crowd gets really loud uh There's a fun at the beginning with this kind of like fun moon salt shenanigans because everyone's deciding who's gonna go. Muda's like who 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 wants me? And Sonata's gonna get in there because Muda's his idol. She's idol. Yep. He does the you know the kind of too sweet Muda thing, and they too sweet each other, which maybe could have done it different, but that's pretty funny. So, and what it is? That's is surreal, that, but I saw that. <laughs> it's that the Muda. And Sonata wants the moonsault. He wants the Muda salt Muda, right? So he's trying to do that. And at one point, Muda's got him down and he's going up to the top, but he doesn't do that. Or Tanahashi has to go over and tell him what we want to tell Tanahashi is that you don't have to. No, no, don't worry. It's okay.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: He's almost like, hey, we're booked to win. You don't have to do that. Tanahashi,
0: it's only Yujiro. It's only Yujiro. You don't need to get up there. Just roll him up, dude. It's just, you know, things like that. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's fun to see Tanahashi do the flash elbow and some of Muda's moves and oh, yeah. stuff. And, but it's, it's you know, like I said, this is this match is booked to honor the you know the past, uh, acknowledge the present, promote the future. And we get the triple submission spot, of course. Uh, the Naito versus Shota Umino feud is continuing to develop. Um, the match ends with a Death Rider on Bushi after Tanahashi assists Muda to get the Shining Wizard And uh, I thought that was great because Shooter gets over on uh, Naito and proves himself on the biggest stage of the year. So um, I thought that was just cool. Uh, Also, something happened backstage we'll talk about, but let's hear what you thought about this one.
0: Uh, I thought it was great fun. Um, I mean, it's one of those matches where I'm like... One two three four five six. Oh, yeah, it's bushy, uh, <laughs> but it's not about that. It doesn't. I don't think it's, it's. This is one of those matches where it doesn't really matter who wins, as long as it's the uh, the Muda team because of the past present future thing and you know the legacy and Anoki passing away and all that kind of stuff. It's. I loved it. It was great. I don't know if they ever had a singles match against each other, but I have to feel like it was a thrill for Sonata to lock up with Mudo for. For this last uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling match, it's something he's going to take with him forever. That yeah. so if I'm happy for
1: If you looked at him real close when he was wrestling Muda, his face almost moved.
0: Like he, <laughs> he almost made a facial expression. It was wow. I feel like Sonata has Vulcan emotions. Like <laughs> when something makes when something's funny. You won't see spock like move his face but there will be like an almost imperceptible like twitch of the <laughs> lips or something like that that's sonata
1: right there oh you're human human humor very amusing you know that's tremendous okay i love that sonata is spock i love it
0: putting people in the paradise like is highly <laughs> logical and, and fucking fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. So then Nido is uh Nido is the captain who is McCoy? Oh
0: definitely. Damn it, Jim. Oh that's uh that's gonna be Shingo. Yeah,
1: damn, damn it, Naito. I'm a wrestler, not a doctor.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> so what what happened uh after this match or during it? Yeah, it couldn't have been during, it was after. Um, is that we have Sonata, Bushi, and Naito backstage, and they're like, yeah, man, we lost, but what the fuck? Who cares? And here comes Congo. The whole team shows up backstage, which you had to feel that this was supposed to be on the actual show, and maybe, you know, uh, Mrs. Monet went too long or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They went past their allotted seven and a half minutes. (laughs) So... But Congo basically runs up, and they and and this interaction is so funny, Luke, because what happens is is that Keno, Keno and Naito are such a perfect pair for each other because Naito doesn't take anything seriously, and Keno is extru- he's the most serious wrestler there is. <laughs> so, he's, so he runs up on Naito and just starts yelling at him and pointing at him and yelling, and Naito's like, what the fuck? And Shingo's joking around, and, and Keno has never been more serious in his life. <laughs> it's just the dichotomy between those two is so funny, and I can't wait. Maybe we'll find out tonight or later in the show if something's going to happen with this. But, uh, you know, we so do have that January is, uh, 21st thing.
0: So So what you're saying is Keno is Frank Grimes and uh, Naito is Homer. Okay. No. Frank
1: Grimes.
0: He's in that episode where like it's like Homer's enemy and the reason he doesn't like Homer is because like well, he's like a normal person and Homer's like a disaster. No, you don't know. Okay, never mind. Someone laughed hearing that and then yeah. that's all I needed. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. There you go. Ha <laughs> ha there you go. Thanks. Yeah, I don't that's think he such- was in that episode, but it's all right. <laughs> so all right. So uh, let's let's do it. This is the match that's been built up for ages for us and we're really looking forward to it too and there's some things I like about it, it's a good match I guess, but uh it's the junior title match, it is Hiromi Takahashi versus El Desperado, versus Master Rato, versus, well they're all versus uh, Taiji Ishimori, who is the champion, and I've really enjoyed his, his latest reign, I don't know why I just kind of liked it it was great, yeah. so look and he's smart too, because straight away he's just like, yeah you guys can fight, I'm good Yep. Where's he go? I'm all right. Yep. You guys, uh, you guys just, uh, you, you, you guys can wrestle. But then they, they draw him into the match and. and yeah, but where's to... he go?
1: Where's he go to escape him?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, would it be the, um, hmm, hmm. Is it the, uh, hmm, the ramp? Yeah.
1: He <laughs> can stop going up there.
0: Yes, and then all four wrestlers start doing spots on the ramp. <laughs> In fact, Ishimori fucks them all up on the ramp one at a time like it's Blade. And it was so awesome. And then he just runs back into the ring and uh, tries to win by countout. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Do they have countouts in four-way matches? I thought these were no DQs. But uh, I guess this one has them. Because they not only have uh, count-outs in this match, but they also have uh, t- 10 counts when everyone's down on the ground. Yeah. Who cares? It adds <laughs> suspense and drama. No one gives a shit. It's wrestling logic. Just go with it. Because <laughs> no one really tries to do moves to get them disqualified anyway. So it's fine. It's a, it's a really fun, fast-paced match. But the thing I predicted in an offhand, jokey way when this whole few started was me... Just going, ha, 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 Wato's just in this feud so he can job, isn't he, at the, at the yeah. dome. And then guess what? Yeah. And, oh, I love Hiromu Takahashi. I guess you said it at the start of this episode. They're just accolades for him now. It's just like, ah, yeah. oh, well, I've had five of these. Oh, good. Now I've got my six one. Awesome. Dude, go to the heavies. Become the never champ at least. Something different. Um, I, I love you. You're a great ambassador for wrestling, but uh, I, I, need, I need to see something different. E-pins Master Wato, everyone. So Ishimori isn't even involved in the pin. It's, it's a good match. Everyone gets a chance to shine, and I will also say Wato was fantastic. So, you know, uh, the Wato train, at least for me, uh, and uh, hopefully you as well, hasn't ended. Oh, I still want to see some big things from, from the blue guy, because... Uh, Oh man, I st- I'm still a little. Uh, I, f- I felt like out of all four of the wrestlers, Hiromu was the safe choice. El Desperado's mm-hmm. maybe as well, but he's, he's, he's Healy is he's different. Ishimori definitely not the safe choice because you don't expect him to have the title after Wrestle Kingdom, so that would have been interesting. And then Wato, I don't know. I felt like I don't know. Yeah, you know, whatever. I feel like Doki should have been in the main event tonight as well. So what a this. <laughs>
1: I mean, may, maybe you don't want to put water the title on water the first time in a, a multi-person yeah. match. That's the only reason that I could see why, I, you know, not to do it. To here, do it in the singles. I, yeah, which it could mean more, you know, obviously. But Luke, this match. I wa- okay, first time I watched this live, I was like, okay, this is really fun, but I was bummed out the a loss so this. Yes. So, so I watched it again, um, and uh, this is tremendous, Luke. Okay, so here's the problem with three-way matches, four-way matches, whatever it is. All right, multi-man matches is that n- nine times out of ten, you get the thing where, oh, well, only two people can wrestle at once. It's impossible for more than two people to wrestle. So, you know, we got to kick somebody out of the ring and then do a singles match. But that's not what this was. Okay. I don't know how long this match was, but it was more, than, more often than not, three or four people were wrestling at a time during this. And it's amazing. You're like, right. This is, this is absolutely amazing. I, I can't imagine the difficulty level of trying to figure out how to do all that and then remember to do it all that, do all that. But this was like flawless as far as that goes. There was something that happened towards the end that seemed like a screw up. Which kind of maybe was, but worked out great. This is one of those like unintentional, intentional botch things that just worked out perfect. Is that, you know, Wado has a couple really, really big near falls in this match. Like he hit the receipt to mente on Ishimori, but Hiromu oh, broke huge. the pin up. And that was like, and, and he had just had a near fall right before that that was pretty good, too. So, he like, he had some good ones. And here we go. Right after that near fall where he almost beat Ishimori, Hiromu breaks up the pin. And then they start struggling with each other, like in a, in a standing switch type situation. And, you know, what? they're, like, trying to do something. But Wado he, he needs a second. And then he gets a hold of <laughs> Hiromu, and hits the biggest German suplex I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was—Hirohito was, jumped, jumped, to the sky. That was incredible. But the little struggle added to the to the move. I like that. I feel like the
0: first time I saw Wato do that—that—that high angle German, I was just like, "All right, I'm in. You son of a bitch, I'm in." <laughs> <You're making laughs> you like that's him, my you know? <laughs> the, yeah, that's it. The German suplex is. My favorite move in wrestling. It's my favorite, and looks like he's done. He does one of the best. Uh, him and Al Lindemann, who does a German finish, suplex finish. So, uh, men after my own heart. Uh, by the way, I love that the crowd was getting behind Water with those near falls as well. So I was like, all right, he's catching on.
1: It's he. Well, this this feud is going to be, like, when we look at Wado in three years, this feud will be like, oh, remember that? That's kind of where he started to get momentum, you know?
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. So uh, I hope they get stuff for him to do uh, coming up, uh, but there's plenty of time for that. Uh, I think we'll uh, – I think LIJ is going to be a little bit busy just just for the next couple weeks, and that's fine. That's all right. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a really good junior title match, and – even though he jumped uh Lotto. Yep. He's on his way. Thought,
1: yeah, man. He was over now. You know, he's getting over. That's that's all that kinda matters. And so uh the, do you want to take us
0: through the match that uh stole the year? Yeah, yeah.
1: So listen. <laughs> all <decades>. right. Anything <laughs> that that we say about this next match is just like it's not even going to do it justice. Um, Watch this know, match. It's, Watch it. it's just, and, and you know, this is one of those things where people be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, this is just the hype or whatever. No, this match is no. uh, unbelievable. And it's, it is, we're going back to the days of, you know, when you first started watching New Japan and, and me too. And, you know, I think that the two of us, I think Kenny Omega played a big role in, you know, kind of helping us watch new japan and someone that we both really liked and obviously he's one of the people that made new japan cool back in the day you know five what Absolutely. seven years ago or something like that where it was the coolest wrestling there was and here he is trying to do it again man um we get tanahashi joining uh uh japanese commentary and don Callis joins english commentary which was a fun oh, yeah. throwback because if you don't know back in the day for about a year almost uh, it was don Callis and kevin kelly and that was one of my favorite commentary teams ever in New Japan. So these guys are great. And this is the US uh, IWGP US title match. It's Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Um, okay, so the actually, why don't you tell us about the entrances and then I'll tell us about I'll tell everybody about the match. How about that?
0: All right. So we got we got Kenny Omega's entrance. And dude, it's awesome, and it's one of the best uses of the, uh, you know the two giant screens that there was because uh, uh, he comes standing out and he, he turns his back to the crowd and everyone he just throws his fucking arms out and as he throws his arms out on one side of the uh, big giant screens this giant black wing comes out and it's only on one side you know one winged angel it was fucking epic and you're right uh whilst I don't know, whilst, yeah, he and Nakata were definitely, like, my two, two of my biggest gateways into New Japan, and whilst I didn't, don't carry a mega fan for them, I love their matches, so, you know, take that as you will. I'm complicated, everybody, but yeah, the entrances was fucking awesome, then you've got the start of uh, uh, Billy Boys, which is, like, it starts off like, like it would for his current theme, and then it just switches to the old uh, aerial assassin theme and he comes out and fucking gnarly. And you've got some of the uh, Empire boys coming out with him and stuff as well, which echoes kind of what Kenny used to do. Because when Kenny was leader of Bullet Club, he'd have members of Bull Club, most notably the Young Bucks, come out with him. So, you know, so he's kind of like, you know, Will is kind of like the younger Kenny, I guess, as it was. There's parallels here. Uh you know, because you can argue that they're two of the best guys to ever be in New Japan. You can make that argument, uh, I guess. Uh, the pageantry for their entrances is just like, yeah, it was it was epic. It was fantastic, man. And, oh, man. And that's the worst part of the match, their entrances.
1: Right. <laughs> <And they were laughs> well, great. But that, that helps tell the story of the total package that this match is. You know, is it from, you know, the second the entrances start to the end of the match? It's like, I mean, not everything goes the way it's supposed to. We'll talk talk about that here in a second, but oh, my God, it goes the way it's meant to. We'll just say so, uh, the way it's destiny or something. So, okay. You know, I have this thing that happens to me when I'm watching the match and it's something like this. There's only a few things like this that I've watched in my life. You know, other Kenny, the Kenny Omega Okada matches and stuff like that. If you go to my Twitter, you'll see this kind of like little piece of writing that I did that kind of talks about this situation where I'm watching this match and 40 minutes. They went 40 minutes Luke. and no way. Yeah. That's that's what Kenny Omega said. I didn't look it up on New Japan World, but I think it's 40 minutes. And like you said, no way how it goes by so quick because you are drawn into every single movement that these two guys do during this match. And I know that this is all going to sound pretentious and over the top, but this match, it's just incredible. I I, I feel offended calling it a match because <laughs> this is just like a piece of art, you know. So we start off with a match and it's kind of standard, amazing stuff. And I mean, these two guys wrestling are making and you know, a fucking hip toss look like the coolest thing you've ever seen. So that's, that's the thing about these two guys is the, the, you know, simple moves are sold in incredible ways and that, you know, the, the effort that's put into every single thing that they do really stands out. So um, it's, it's then, you know, after kind of a standard beginning, the violence starts to get ramped up. And that's what this match is. It is violent. It's Kenny Omega goes to the outside. He takes Will out there and he does his double stomp onto the table uh, on the outside that goes right through the table, you know, and I know those tables are made out of like cardboard or whatever, but it looks incredible. Who cares? The visuals are so, amazing. every time. It's so awesome. So he does this table spot that he did with Naito and, you know, and, uh, and all his other big opponents and uh, will responds by suplexing Kenny onto the table, wrong side up. Now the legs weren't out, but still it looks like it hurt real bad. And then they fight, they get back in the ring and they fight to the corner. And this is one of the, the spots that didn't go right. So earlier in the match, Kenny Omega had taken one of the corner pads off. It didn't seem like it was a big deal or anything, but it was so we could do at least you know a few of these spots. And this is, Is something I don't think I've ever seen. So they're fighting to the top rope. Kenny Omega hits Will Ospreay with a DDT off the top rope onto the exposed turnbuckle. And I don't know if that busted Will open or if he immediately bladed or not. But he is, because it's hard to tell because he goes immediately under the ring. But I think he just wiped his face on that fucking (laughs) turnbuckle as they went down. And also, this is where Kenny Omega's eyes start swelling up. So they both got fucked up on this move <laughs> and, and it's just it's just it 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 was like blood in the water you know if, if the if the crowd was sharks that was blood in the water and it was uh blood in uh, will osprey's eyes and man whew, all right so that that move was just unbelievable and this also leads to something really cool that's happening here so in this match the dynamics are that uh, kenny is the heel and will osprey is the face all right and I know that, that that seems kind of, you know, anti what they've been doing, and but that's what happens in the match, and the crowd picks up on it, and man, they start booing the shit out of Kenny later on the match. But uh, some of the folks that play amazing roles in this is the the folks from the United Empire. So after that huge move in the corner... You got Jeff Cobb and you know, Catch Tutu and Great O'Connor. Great O'Conn's waving that flag like the whole match. I feel sorry all for them sitting behind him, but <laughs> anyway, but you know, all hail. And uh, as soon as they, <laughs> they, they, they hit that giant move, all of the uh, United Empire folks come over showing probably legitimate concern, but they they just go they open their hearts, you know, kind of. And so, like, we see that as an audience, and it's like you start to feel the sympathy. You know, and that's what this match is. It's like, it's like one of the best examples of how heat works is this match because the heat gets transferred and it works. Oh my God, it's amazing. All right, I'll I'll keep going here. So we we get, oh my God, this is amazing. So Kenny takes uh, Will's bloody head and he's like, not bloody enough. And he starts just ramming it into the broken table over and over, punching his head through the table. (laughs) It's amazing. So and then in the ring this is i I, this is one of my favorite moves of the whole night it's you get a standard just sit back old school pile driver from kenny all right but the way that will osprey sells it makes like the craziest pile driver i've ever seen in my life he like scorpions himself and it is like i couldn't believe it and and shit hasn't even gotten crazy yet because at this point (laughs) this is the, the part of the match where kenny starts to hit the v triggers right and he's merciless it's it's like v triggers and and dragon suplexes are raining down on will and this is when the crowd starts to start you know boo, booing kenny and cheering will and it's like a masterful you know, they are conducting the crowd, and they're conducting me, and I'm happy to be there. And uh, it's just masterful. So we get a Frankensteiner attempt. It's countered when Kenny Omega just knocks Will off the turnbuckle, and he takes a terrifying bump right into the same turnbuckle. It just busts his face open, and and that was insane. And then another move that I just – this is one of those moves that gets teased all the time but never happens, but they did it, is a second-rope German suplex from Kenny. And Will landed right on his neck. And it's like, man, that is such a dangerous move. And it's fantastic. Oh, it was safe, you know, but it was like, man, so cool. when, When I first started watching New Japan, I was fascinated by the upper shoulder bump. Because before NXT that was never in wwe and at that time you know or in wcw those were kind of the places i'd seen wrestling the most and so that was something i was fascinated by and i love the upper shoulder bump and doing it from the second <laughs> oh my god so all right so at this point you know will is just at kenny's mercy which means merciless v triggers <laughs> and you know he catches a third uh, attempt at a a v-trigger and he does a drunken face like baby face comeback and they kind of counter back and forth until will flips around kenny's arm and and hits that crazy like kind of like overextended uh lighter bomb where it's like it's another upper shoulder bump and it's insane and this is when both guys are kind of you know, they, they've hit the bottom of the barrel as far as energy goes, and they just have whatever's left that they can muster. It's a hidden blade, and the second one is dodged, All right, So Will's on the other side of him. He goes for blade, which is not the hidden version. Kenny dodges it, so he just waits for Kenny to look up and just blast him with one of the front, man, and it just looks amazing. He gets a two-count uh, with an os cutter after that, and I think that's the first pin of the match, and it's really late in the match, which is always a cool thing to do when you got two guys that are, you know, clearly trying to kill each other. Uh, one Winged Angel is set up, but here it is, it's a counter um, from Will, it's a Styles Clash, all right, Which is a big deal and the crowd loves that, right? And much like a big Okada match, they do the a risk control spot and it's metaphoric, you know, Kenny won't let go of this spot. He's, he's, he's coming for you, Will, and he will not stop. He is the Terminator, right? And, uh, you know, much, it's, it's just that part is so great. Then we get a bridging cross arm straight jacket suplex from Kenny. I know you were marking out. And, that, <laughs> and then, and, and that, like, basically, so he's got Will's arms twisted up with them. They're kind of like holding hands for that move. When they come out of that move, Kenny is in perfect position for Kamagoye. And he looks around and considers it. And the crowd's like, oh shit, Kamagoye. He hits the one winged angel. I thought for sure Will was going to kick out because I think nobody's ever kicked out of that except like on the Indies or something like that, but he didn't I think he I really gets the has. win. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. So, uh, so Kenny wins. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I just did the storytelling justice, but no, man, great, man. I, I, it's, I don't know, man, this match is, it's, it stole the show. And, and like, that's a cliche, but we'll talk about it in the next match. How it literally mm-hmm. stole the show. Uh,
0: yeah, it 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 stole the show. It was it's never as fuck. It's thirty four minutes. So if Kenny wants to say it's forty, I'm gonna let him have it. It's fucking forty.
1: <laughs> didn't seem like thirty four either.
0: No, it didn't. Uh, the same same rules apply like that. There's no way that there's some laws of time kind of magic <laughs> that these two motherfuckers were working because, man. If, if you had have told me that was the same length as Tam, Meccano and Kyrie, I might've believed you, but, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> dude, it was fucking gnarly. Uh, it was the blade versus the V trigger. And I guess the V trigger kind of won it by the end. The storytelling's awesome. The moves are fantastic. It's brutal. Like just look at both men the next night. I was so happy both were there. Cause I was a bit annoyed to see Will because I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Go to bed. <laughs> And then I thought to myself, like, if Will's here tonight, fucking Kenny better be you too, because they yeah. both worked your asses off. If only one of them wrestles, that'd be, oh, so, so mean. So yeah, I was happy that happened. Spoiler alert. But uh, what the fuck are you doing at work? go home, <laughs> man. Like, oh, like Will Osprey's head's all fucked up. Kenny's got the black eye. Man, they're all beat up and banged up. It was, it was incredible. It was a spectacle. Like, and then you think, like, oh, is that the main event? Oh, no, there's a, yeah. there's another match after this. And you're just like, oh, I feel sorry for those two guys. Who are these two guys that we're talking about? It's Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. And I feel like this match has problems. Is, is, and that's not, not necessarily the fault. of It's not the fault at all of Okada or Jay White. No. At all but you've got the Antonio Noki memorial show happening. Oh, okay, Carter's winning. There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, we we knew Okada was going to win and, you know, it is it, did, yeah. You know, and it, it it's I think that part of it is that when you've seen someone take a DDT into the turnbuckle and die, it's it's mm-hmm. hard for it's hard for a, a simple you know, Lariat to be, you know, devastating looking. And I think that, you know, our, our eye levels were reset kind of, you know, by this giant match or maybe the opposite Are reset. They were built to a certain level. It made it difficult for this match to kind of live up. Is this match amazing? It is fantastic. It's, is it one of their best matches? I don't think so. You know, I think they've had a, a better matches. But it's like we had this unknown quantity we don't know we think we know but we're not sure what a will osprey versus kenny omega match is going to look like at wrestle kingdom so that was a new fresh thing it was awesome exactly and and now we get this kind of like oh okay so this is kind of the same thing that we've seen many times is it's it's i think if you watch this match like 6 months from now and you just watch it by yourself you'll think this match is tremendous what was i talking about you know yeah. but it, it you know we have to we're fans, we're talking about it as fans, and that's just kind of it didn't live up to the previous match. It was difficult for them.
0: Yeah, I feel like uh Kenny and Old Bill Osprey was the number one hit single, and then the main event was a really good album track. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with a really good album track. Uh it's just it's not gonna be quite as popular as the, the catchy single. Yeah, I agree. This is like the fourth or fifth singles match I have. It might not be my favorite. It's still really good. It, it, but I also know Jay's losing, and I hate seeing Jay lose. So I've <laughs> kind of mentally prepared myself for it. And the psychology there, the stories there. Jay is my favorite wrestler on the planet, probably. Don't know if I say this enough because he, he comes and goes from New Japan, seemingly. I wish you – don't worry about all this American stuff. Get your ass to Japan. Say here. Yeah. Um, because that's definitely where I'd much rather watch you work. Because uh, that, that hurts the strong. match
1: too, though. That that hurts the match too because Kenny hasn't been around, or excuse me, uh, Jay. Jay White hasn't been around. So you know, yes, they were able to get this match, you know, to red hot levels by the end of it, but it wasn't white hot like the match before, and it's just. I don't know. It sucks. You know, I, I know they can't switch these two in the match order, but it just feels like mm-hmm. that. I feel like that this match needed a giant Wrestle Kingdom spot, which, you know, in WWE, that'd be jumping off the, you know, the entrance, or, you know, uh, whatever, yeah. the screen or something like that. And And I don't want them to do that. But I felt like this needed something like that something just over the top that we've never seen before from either one of them now this was a good conversation as far as the the match itself like the back and forth they know each other so well you know it's that kind of situation where they end up doing each other's moves and stuff so it's like a classic example of how a new japan match would work and and you know okada invoked inoki and did one of his big moves at the end to kind of help him get the win so the spirit of inoki was there it's just you know, the blood of Will Ospreay and, and, and the swelled eye of Tony Omega is still in the back of our heads after what we just saw. So it was, you know, it was a tough one, man. Yep. Um,
0: and, all right, so you know how you, you were saying about, the, oh, Hiromi's the champ, but but it's just an accolade for him now. Mm-hmm. We should try and do something different with him. Yeah, can we do that with Okada? <laughs> I don't mind <laughs> I having go gold on him. Obviously, New Japan wants to have gold on this man. And, all right. Cool, have gold on this man. I will admit it, it kind of looks good on him. How many belts are there in New Japan? He's only ever held one belt, the only one. So I think even just the simple story of, you know what, I'm gonna have a go at this US title thing. or what's this never business about? You know, just a different title. I feel like even if it's Ekata still doing Ekata things and lifting a game and having all these amazing matches, but for a different title, even that would freshen things up just a little bit, but uh, yeah, that's all right. I'm, I'm just complaining about that. I'm going to get 10 out of 10 amazing <laughs> a card <in> title <laughs> matches like arsehole well, that's <laughs> so greedy. But, uh, you know, that, that is what it is. Yeah. Well, and we already forever, and we all know it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's just, I mean, it's been tough for him because he hasn't been in New Japan. So that, all things we talked about hurt the match. Is it great? Yes. Is it, like, the best thing on this card? Obviously not. Um, But we do know who his next challenger will be. Who is it, Luke?
0: Yeah. uh, At first, I was a little annoyed by it. But then I was like, oh, yeah, kind of makes sense. Because it's Shingo Takagi. He comes comes out to make a challenge, even though he's got a title match the next night. But it kind (laughs) of makes sense. I mean, like, Okada invented the king of pro wrestling, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm. So I, I guess it ties into that. Now, they want to make him the champ and the king of pro wrestling this year. All right, That's, that's a way to give him two belts, I guess. Uh, but uh, if that's the way they want to do it. So, uh, yeah, Shingo comes out to challenge for Okada, Okada's title. And I'm thinking to myself, yes, that's going to be a great match. But I'm also thinking, no, I don't want you to be such Okada food. He's not going to lose his first defense, God damn it! Ah. And uh, I hate seeing Shingo lose as well. He's... He, uh, he, unless it's like tighty or something so uh, i don't know i'm complex everyone
1: well shigo's moving into that early Ishi stage of his career you know where he's kind of like yeah, maybe the guy that's he got to be loose. the champ though so
0: that's pretty cool
1: he did he did and he was a great champ you know so um man that never title run was the best one though i i'd like to see him get yeah. that back but um but yeah so that's the end of wrestle kingdom 17 luke what did you think of the show? You know, um, give us uh you know give us the wrap this thing up here, man
0: uh i would say it's the best wrestle kingdom we've covered, and it was half the length of the previous <laughs> wrestle kingdoms we've covered the uh, right. shit on those two wrestle kingdoms, but this one felt a bit more focused and a bit more special because of that, and so I appreciated that, uh I liked. I liked all the matches. There were no complete duds on it at all. Everything was entertaining, and everything did what it set out to do, and some of them even over-delivered. So it was just insane. This is what you want for your biggest show of the year. This is what you want. This is the kind of show you want to have and be able to pull off when more eyes are on you than ever before. So they fucking nailed it, dude. They knocked it out of the park. Absolutely great. What about you?
1: Well, the... You know, the kind of intangible things were all there, like the magic of Twitter going crazy, everybody being up watching it. And, uh, you know, the fact that it, it, this show seems to be and, you know, I, I don't want to be over positive or anything like that, but it seems to be maybe the start of something big. And maybe, it, like I said at the beginning, I just we want New Japan to be cool again, you know, and this is this is a big step in the right direction because, man, everybody's marking out about, you know, that match, uh, you know, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Uh, we did get some backstage comments from them too, by the way. And I, you know, we've, we've talked about how Will Ospreay, when he opens his mouth, he kind of fucks everything up. Um, but man, he kind of did a, a Jay White here where he just lost it. He he talks about sacrifice and how he, you know, he's like openly weeping during this, you know, and he's, he feels like he's given everything. He talks about the past three years being difficult for him. He says he's found happiness in his personal life for the first time. And in the same breath talks about how he doesn't know if he can sacrifice anymore, meaning like he might have to sacrifice that, you know, to get these titles. It's too much. And uh, he says, he's got one year left in new Japan. And if things don't change that he's going to be gone, but I don't know what he means by that. So it, he was a little all over the place, but as someone would be who was in a crazy emotional state. So it was very realistic. And Kenny Omega yeah. was a lot, a lot more collected, you know, and he had Don there, of course. And uh, he he puts over Will by saying that 364 days a year, Will Ospreay is the better wrestler, you know, but not at this time at this place. He did, he stopped short of saying but not at the Tokyo Dome, which is kind of what he should have said, in my opinion. But it only takes yeah. one good day for him to become champion. Today was that day. And Don says, I told you so. And it's he calls Will Scotty Pippen, which is, uh, you know, Michael, he says he wanted to be Michael Jordan, but you're just no Tiffin Pippin. which, uh, you know, Scotty Pippen was the kind of like Genetti of two uh, basketball uh, players huh. here in, uh, in America. So, um, you know, that was pretty funny. I thought that Wrestle and lived up to the expectations, and man, what you're so right, making it one night makes a big difference because it's just so much better, you know, um, and New, New Year Dash being the second show to that, you know, thing on the next night makes it feel so much different, so I, I really enjoyed that, I think that this delivery of the product of New Japan is perfect, and I uh, know, oh, man, I was so happy to have Gino back, We got got so much more to talk about, Luke.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Dude. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. It's it's fucking New Year's Dash. So, yeah, see, Wrestle Kingdom's the fucking meal. After you finish your meal, you don't want to have another meal. You want dessert. Yeah. Dessert's New Year's Dash. So uh, I'm kind of glad for this format that's back as well. And it's our first New Year's Dash. And it's a... I love this show too. Spoiler alert: we start <laughs> and uh, well, we start off
1: with. Well, hang on, yeah? hold on. Oh, we're in the. Oh, oh. We're in the yeah, we're not in the Tokyo Dome anymore. We moved right. to the Oda City General Gymnasium, you know, and that's an <laughs> arena, obviously, in Oda City, Tokyo, which is a city inside Tokyo. That's how big to- uh, Tokyo is, but it's the home <laughs> arena, loop. I mean, we- <laughs> we're in a B-League stadium, so this is the home arena of, as you remember, the Tokyo Z B-League basketball team. And uh, this one, unlike, Ooh. unlike, yeah, fuck them. Uh, unlike uh, the uh, Wrestle Kingdom show, this is not a cheering show, which sucks.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it doesn't stop them at a, a couple points, especially <laughs> when they find out who someone is tagging with at the end of the Whoa! show. <laughs>
1: yeah, the they place. Oh.
0: the whole place stank because they hold everyone just shit their pants. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> But before that mass pants shittening thing ha- happens, <laughs> shit. away. That's it. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. That's the, that's the sequel uh, to The Chumpening. I think we're all well aware that I'll watch pretty much any movie. All right, so let's start off with <laughs> Honma, Tomoaki Honma, Tiger Mask, and Ren Reader versus Evil Dick Togo and yajiro takahashi uh all right uh underwhelming start <laughs> yeah it is an underwhelming start in fact i, I just this is my whole note for the match this is fine Humma loses to evil who cares Aww. i like and then and then just my frustration being like i have two evil t-shirts god damn it do something with evil i like evil i love evil that's uh definitely something i want to say on recording I love evil, But uh, after the match, there's a beatdown by the uh, the House of Torture guys on Rennerita. They're just kicking the shit out of him, stumping a mud hole in him. Tiger's too busy uh, doing something with Homer. Or they, outside. Left. They, they, they left. They left. Yeah. They fucked off to leave Renner get beat up. They're like, we're too old for this shit. See ya. <laughs> it's it's called Team
1: Unaffiliated, Luke. They're not affiliated that's with right. anybody. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can uh, tag with Suzuki one night and then uh, <laughs> next night, this. Uh, so, yeah, so, And speaking of which, so, so, Narita's getting beat down. you like, no, oh, who's going to come out and save him? Like, Who who would give a shit? It's fucking Minaro Suzuki. <laughs> he comes out to make the save. The crowd's gone a little nuts here. So, am I. And then he starts getting because it's the numbers game and all that. And who else should come out? It's fucking El Desperado. What? So they clear house, House of Torture, Leave like cartoons. I don't care at this moment. That's fine. I'll allow that this time. Because this is awesome. You got Suzuki, Desperado, and Ren Marita in the ring at the same time. I'm like, oh my god, is this like a trio? This is great. Suzuki and El Desperado kind of look at each other, they kind of nod, They're like bros, bros, and they fist bump then I look at render reader and brush past him and leave the ring i'm just like
1: yes all yeah. right this is fun i want to see more of this yes please and uh yeah cool yes please well i can't i can't imagine that these guys uh, are not going to team up and go for those six man titles i mean they're okay, three man. guys i mean it's just three guys you know <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know just kidding but it's three guys and it's you know i mean they, they're fighting house of torture that makes a lot of sense and that'd be a way for you know uh ren to get a title uh now that he's lost the uh you know his initial title yeah. attempt so you know we'll see what happens but i'm i'm here for that uh as the kids say but uh next we get something that's amazing here right <laughs> all right we get taka oh my god talk <laughs> this match is it's uh, akira tjp and will osprey who is fucking selling his loss man he's doing a great job and he uh looks pissed they are, off. And, well it, it, there's a lot to this okay so it's those three versus taichi doki and kanamaru right and we're like wait a second these these three guys and you know they have Takamichinoko michinoko out there and Taka's is in a suit and he explains that their group is is called just four guys and so <laughs> they're just four guys. They're just four guys, which by the way, I know I got a theory about this. So and and here's the deal with this match, this has to accomplish a couple of things. It has to, you know, get this just four guys thing over. It also has to, you know, make sure that um that uh, united empire are heels again because they came off babyface at the end of wrestle kingdom right so we got to make them heels so they're going to beat these guys up and that's what this is here and uh you know and nothing gets the fans mad at you like beating up former suzuki Goon members so <laughs> they get pissed and will's like extra mean you know and we get a nice long section of dookie versus akira which is great i love that Um, And uh, I don't have the winner. I don't know who won this match. I don't know why. Because I started thinking about my theory. Who won the match, Luke? Dog. It's Doggy. Oh, it's Doggy given. Yeah,
0: he pins Akira for the second time. That's right. Because we're going to have two
1: feuds kicking off after this match. But uh, what's your theory? So my theory is that the just four guys thing is just a joke. Obviously, it's just a joke, but I mean, it's not really the name of their group. It's JTO and that it, it's it basically this is a way for him to first of all say, oh, well, it's only four of us, but then they will have other members show up from just that out. I mean, super tall dude, Andre the dickhead. We got to get Karate Lady in there. We got to get Mrs. Bread. They'll think it's Kojima, you know, but I'm really hoping that this is actually a way to debut some of those people and for them to kind of turn back heel maybe. You know what I mean? We'll see. I don't know. Maybe it won't be heel. Maybe it'll be face. But I'm I'm very interested in this. This caught my 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 eye, my ear. And also, as you said, now we get the tag team we've always wanted. It's Doki and Kanemaru and they're going to face catch two and hopefully they're going to win.
0: See. Apotomy is like. I'm not mad if they keep the titles on Catch-2-2. I really like this team. On the other hand, I'm on Gold on Doki, and that matters more than anything on this earth. So uh, do that, please. <laughs> uh, and not only that, uh, fucking someone wasn't appreciative of uh, someone's bad attitude, and that's Taichi. So of course he's going to go. you know, fuck you, Osprey. And Osprey's going to be like, sorry, what? And then they get pissed off at each other. And then it just continues ramping up from one guy just being like, just sore and grumpy to the next thing you know, they're just both trying to kill each other. Tai Chi just gives no fucks. I don't care. You beat up. Fuck you. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Fucking Billy goat even kicks Tucker in the nuts as well. And I'm just like, Oh my God, that's two feuds there right there that I'm just like, yes, please. I want those. Uh, so yeah, uh, just three guys, just four guys. I don't care. Uh, Bring out the STD. We need it. Super yeah. tall dude. We need him to uh, to come out. I'd I'd love that. He'd be a good good big guy for them too. So I don't know. I like him right. more
1: than Hikulea. There I said it. What about? The, isn't there that guy that's like fire and he tags with a guy named Akira? What the fuck? <laughs> Those guys come in. They're gonna they're gonna steal everybody's gimmicks. I I don't know. Oh my I just, God. <laughs> I just really hope there's there's a lot of stuff there that could happen. And, and you know, I fantasy Dream Book this at our fucking uh, talk, last talk of Taito Mania. So I hope this is what happens, you know.
0: Yep. Man, so that's like two matches. The first match, we're just like, oh, what the fuck? But by the end of it, I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. The second match, well, it, where, where are we going with this? Uh, so I'm in a great mood because I've just seen Doki win. So I'm on cloud nine. That's a good way to cheer me up after a J-Loss in New Japan. You have Doki pin pin someone. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. So uh, they know how to make me happy sometimes. So next we've got uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols in uh, their TMDK now versus Team Ibishamon, uh, Haruki Goto, and Yoshihashi with Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. And I kind of... No, where this is going? Like, I, I, am glad. <laughs> Look, I, I like it actually. Like, uh, Hasted Nichols versus Bishamon, That's different, and they had a pretty all right match during World Tag League. So yeah, I'll take it. Uh, but is this leading to Zach Saber Junior. versus Ishii? Because, uh, yes, please. They can have a 15 minute banger. but they've had them. Be fucking nuts. Sign me up. Oh, I, I guess there's a match. Uh, it's fine. It's really good. My favourite parts were, no offence all the other wrestlers, but my favourite parts are always going to be Zack Sabre Jr. with Ishii because that's just magic. Yeah. And uh, if, if Ishii's the first defence, uh, yeah, hook it up to my veins every time. Uh, Mikey I Mint mean, Nichols, P-pins Yoshihashi. Uh, and it uh, looks like they're going to get shot. I'm sorry, I don't have much notes for this match. I'm like, it's fine. It's It's a good match.
1: I I was surprised that they literally just did this way to get to a title match the match before, and I thought this was a little not very creative as far as like you know oh you pin the champion it just happened we just did that in the match previous yeah but it's a quick way to get to where they want to go and this show is all about stories so you know I I really I thought it was a very very good tag match too by the way but you know it only takes 24 hours to Yoshi for Yoshihashi to remember who he is so. You know, but uh, <laughs> after the match too, we get um, TMDK. They dress Fujita up like Zack Sabre Jr. Like he did, right. uh, you know, in the in the tournament or whatever. And he is now in TMDK. And I was thinking to myself, when was the last time with um, you know, that there was a young lion in a faction? And I think it was Cody Hall. And that didn't turn out too good. He was in Bullet Club. He was Bullet Club's young boy, you know. So.
0: My theory is he's, he's still going to be the young lion, young lion. But uh, if they need someone for an eight man, is
1: going to be their guy. Yeah, he was so happy too. And and like Zack Saber Jr. like yells at the camera. He's like he's like, oh, I finally got my young boy. Fuck you, John Moxley. Which makes me think that he had the idea to have his own young boy before John Moxley. And John Moxley just did that on the fly. And you know because what are you going to do, fire him? You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lube, true. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll take the bullet on this next one because Thank I you. can't believe this happened too. Okay. So there's other ways to get title matches besides pinning the champion. And I can't believe they did Hiromu like this. And I can't believe what's happening. Cause I was like, you're messaging me and I'm like, ah, there's no way they're going to have yo pin, you know, uh, Hiromu because that's what you called. And I was like, wait, he's right. And then it happens. So we get Makabe. Yo and Taguchi. Wait, Yo Taguchi and Shota Umino versus Bushi, uh, new champ Hiromu Sonata, and Naito. So we get you know more development with the uh, feud between Naito and Shooter. They're just fucking with each other, which is great. And Bushi resumes his feud with Taguchi's balls. And uh, Taguchi <laughs> tries. To, <laughs> we get we get a really fun double reverse fake out where uh, Taguchi tries to join L.A.J., but it's a fake out. Then double reverse fake out L A J uh, Nopes Taguchi, uh, his sneak attack, it's great. Uh, Umino has incredible bridging suplex that is, like, on Sonata that was, like, one of the greatest suplexes ever. Uh, Sonata responds with the paradise lock just to, you know, because fuck you. And late <laughs> in the match, we see some Naito versus Shoda, It's great. And then Yo terrifies us all by running wild on Harumu and hitting some roll-ups. Oh, boy. And then he hits his finish direct drive on Harumu and pins Hiromu. hmm Didn't
0: TJP just roll you up the night before? What are you doing, New Japan?
1: Why? Why? Now, what happened last time these guys faced? Do you remember? Yeah. The match fucking sucked. It was just pretty Harima, much like... Karima destroyed ugh. him. Just just yeah. destroyed him. You know? And yeah. leading up to it, Karima like destroyed him. So It was it- like watching Okada against a young lion. Yeah. And I've said this before when we're talking about Yo, but if he doesn't win this, what the fuck are we doing with him? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, his booking just makes no sense to me. So I'm, you know, maybe it's just because I don't like him like you, but I, I just, I don't <laughs> hate him like you do. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't, I don't get this. But because if Hirumu wins, what's, I mean, what was even the point of that? I, maybe he's the Yoshihashi of the juniors and we just don't know it. But, i don't know this is an underwhelming thing that i wasn't real happy about so i feel like like you've got the guy who can
0: do the good in ring plus the character charisma you've got him you put him with the cartoons <sighs> yeah i don't like yo know, i feel like that's well documented uh, there's a different a rant <laughs> i have a couple of rants here and there that uh that might uh, shed some light. You can look for those listeners, dear listeners, on the previous episodes. <laughs> but, uh, look, you know who I would like uh, Hiromu to feud with right now? I don't know. How about Ishimori, since he didn't lose his title? How about El Desperado? I know he's busy right now, but how about his, how about anyone course. else? How about Kushida? Aww. Yeah, where's fucking Kushida? Aww. How about Leo Rush, because he bled his ass off and I think, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that'd be at least something different. I want that. Like, I don't know. Ace Austin, Space, someone different. Like, oh, fucking, yeah. You
1: know. Well, I, Luke, this this next match, is this the best Bullet Club tag team of all time? <laughs>
0: it's kind of, it is our kind of Bullet Club dream team, isn't it? Because we have uh, Switchblade, Jay White, Kenta. Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasma, the the Bullet Club cuties, are reunited, and they've they're they're wrestling against Tamatonga, Master Wato. Uh, did it, I wrote Tama twice? and now my brain's fried. Tanahashi, gonna, Tanahashi, thank you. It's mm-hmm. T- Tamatonga, Master Wato, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Hikaleo. and uh, I love Jay in this match. Like he just whole time just making me laugh and just working everyone he's really pissed off in and, and and he's pissed off in a way that's different from last year where, where last year he was just all stroppy and like i don't want to wrestle anymore <laughs> i'm a baby this this year he's just like he's just fucking pissed off and uh, I, I like this thing he does of all right something went wrong along the way of my plan what was it well last time it was fucking ishi remember that Every yeah. time I got a plan, this bloody stone pitbull's in my way. So uh, he, he's kind of he's got a vindictive mean streak. And who does he see as this uh, as the uh, object of his ire? It is Hikaleo. I'm not sure how the feud's going to go, but I don't know. I think Jay can sell me on anything really. So uh, you know, I'm willing to see willing to see where this goes. But uh, the match ends with a DQ when El Fantasmo hits Tamatonga with the Nevergold. And I'm just like...
1: <gasps> yeah. That could be a good yes. feud.
0: Yes, please. Yes, please. I'll take it. But then Kenta takes the title and hits him with it too. And I'm like... <gasps> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Please, but Kenta, don't do don't do El Fantasma dirty like you did Chase Owens when you stole <laughs> his like United States title shot. No, 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 no. no. I, I like El Fantasma. Don't, don't do that to him. Uh, after the match though, like Bullet Club, don't give a fuck. They're, they're laying waste to to all the uh Hontai guys, laying them all out. They're all fucking dead. And then Jay just keeps wailing on Hikuleo, with a chair. In fact, he's he's going so hard on Hikale, poor Hikale, that Kentu and Elphantasma are just like, dude, I think he yeah. got him, man. It's alright,
1: you can stop now. It's it's fine. <laughs> Kenta's concerned. He, he's like, he's done, Jay. He's done. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Even Elphantasma is not laughing anymore. You know, he's he's yeah. Uh, he even hits uh Paul Hikale with a Blade Runner too. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. I like it. And uh, Jay, as I said, like wails on. Not just with the chair, but with words saying, you fucking asshole. you're the reason that my plans kind of got derailed and all this kind of stuff. And uh, because I lost what I wanted, I'm going to make sure you never get any of what you want, which is any success at all in New Japan. So fuck you. And I'm just like, whoa, shit. And I think Jay mentioned that he wants a loser leaves Japan match. And I'm fine. There's a New Japan strong that Hikaleo can wrestle in, and it's no
1: problem. Uh. <laughs> hey man, I, I this is uh, there's a lot going on in this match. And first of all, I just like to say that I think Jay White's one of the best storytellers ever in pro wrestling because he did like six months worth of a feud in what five minutes. You know, um, he told such an amazing story here. As a cliche, but it's true. And, uh, you know, like you said, he used all of his faculties to do it, his words, his deeds, and the people around him. Some interesting things I noticed was that uh, everyone on Bullet Club was in black and white, except for El Phantasmo, who was in, like, multicolored. And he also, when he got DQ'd, seemed like he wasn't, like, he didn't mean to do it, like he was, like, something went wrong, like, not... Like in a K kayfabe way, where he's like having emotions about the way that he's acting. He also is the the more proactive one to try to stop Jay. And so eh, maybe something there. I don't know. You know, but Ooh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought it that must was, be I the father. Must, must be Shingo's
0: fatherhood that's kind of scared him. <laughs> he
1: he would be great in Lij because of that, but you know, Lij can't have guidance, so better than um, T uh, Yeah, T ten. I guess he he doesn't count, but. Uh, Anyway, I, I just I, – I thought this was amazing. Um, you know, this is like – I think this is – other than the main event, I think this is my favorite match on the show. And like I said, it was just mainly because of the, the beatdown. This is one of the best beatdown segments I've ever seen. It was just so great. And, you know, like Jay was – he came off as crazy dangerous in a way that usually when he's unhinged like that, it's, it's backstage or it's not in the ring. He's usually under control in the ring. And so this is one of the first times we've ever seen him just lose control of himself. And that was a uh, something to behold. I am blown away by this segment. And I can't I don't think I'm quite putting it into words properly, but uh, I don't know. This is fantastic. You get a chance to watch it. Yep.
0: Fuck you, yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you've got the main event.
1: Um, well, it, no, you get the main event because we get the next match is the kapow four way match. And um oh that's right. Yeah, so which is interesting. So we haven't mentioned this yet, but this was a mystery show. The only, only match that we knew was going to be on this was the Kapow match. That's it. Everything else was a surprise. And and so every time someone comes out, the fans are like, oh, you know, it's, when Hikileo came out, they were like, Oh, you know, it's like everything's a surprise, everything's fun. So at this point, we know that this is not the main event because Abe Sun, when he announced this, does not say main event. So we realized that, oh, there's another match after this. So that's important because it is a surprise. So this match is the Kapow four-way, and um, there's only one person that owns, uh, you know, refereeing Kapow matches, and that's motherfucking Chumpy. So he is here, and he's got the new belt. That's right. He's got the new belt, and, you know, it's great. So we got Shingo versus Toriano versus Sho versus the great Okan. And Sho has a plan. His plan. He's going to cheat, right? So, <laughs> so we get some great stuff, though, between Shingo and Sho. They have, like, a full-on singles match in the middle of this uh, of this match. It's great. Great O'Con also gets to uh, have, like, a little mini singles match with Shingo, but Yano ruins it. And then Yano, Great O'Con, and Shingo wrestle for, like, two minutes, all three of them. They're trying to do the juniors match, and it's great. Shingo and Great Khan they work together to take out House of Torture by using the Abe spot against them. <laughs> they, they like lead them all over there, put them down in the table, and knock you know, Yujiro into them, and everybody falls down. It's great. This is a very good tag, uh, very good match. I really enjoyed it. But like Shingo is in there the whole time. I know it's not a tag match, but he's like in the ring the whole time. I don't think he leaves the ring at all, maybe like to go to do that, the Abe spot, but that's when he's wrestling I think you're with other out. people. So he he's kind of the MVP of this match and he's running the thing, you know? So he wins after hitting Yano with the last, the dragon and Great Khan like, uh you know, walks up as if to challenge him, but he just kind of like raises his own belt. Like, Oh, this is better. You know, I got this. I don't need that, which is kind of good. I mean, I hope that Great Khan gets to do something this year. Um, you know, but uh, I don't know. What'd you think of this?
0: Dude, I thought it was great fun. And I thought out of the four, either keep it on Shingo or give it to the great account. Uh, so well, I'm not, I'm not disappointed that it's Shingo because the fucking feuds he's had with that title have all been amazing. I'm looking at you, El Fantasmo and Chi. Holy crap. The matches we got with Shingo for that. And we got to see a whole different side of Shingo. That wasn't just like, I'm the never guy that's going to fucking wreck your shit. Got to see this kind of, fun creative side come out of him as well it's been an absolute blast i'm glad i've kept it on him he's going to continue to elevate that i guess unless it goes to Okada yeah. at the next thing but uh i don't know it was good fun i want to keep that train rolling with uh with shingo but you i'm i'm right there with you i feel like i want more for great okan but like it's not going to be in the tag division because i guess you've got aussie open uh and i don't know what title Oh, there you go. Zach Sabre Jr. Having a feud yeah. with Zach.
1: They've had tremendous matches together. Yeah, so yeah that That'd would be amazing. Be great, great so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I just, you know, everybody can't have a story. I mean, but, you know, we just, we're rooting for Great Khan over here, so. Absolutely. Well, oh,
0: as, all, as we always are, but, uh, you know, I can't be too bad. I can't be too upset when... Uh, you know, if uh, if Jay White's my my number one uh Shingo's not too far behind him, I guess yeah I love I love Mr. He Shingo. Hell yeah. All right, so here we go with our main event. We've got uh Aaron Hanare and Jeff Cobb and I'm thinking to myself, Well, Hanare's losing. <laughs> <laughs> and the so ways. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, okay, so what's going on here? Kenny's music plays and I'm like, All right
1: only Wait, fair huh? He's, yeah Sure
0: about Yeah, that? he comes Who out for, that? that's, that's not, right I'm, which is a surprise yeah. right yeah that's the surprise and you just think like well who's he gonna tag with no one likes him <laughs> and
1: then it was gonna be two people right it was between two people it would yeah, have to yeah. be okada or abushi K- right Ibushi. so
0: yeah uh so uh, if it's not a Bushi, it has to be the other one. Otherwise, anyone else is going to be a massive mega letdown, right? comes <laughs> out. <laughs> oh my god! And then yeah, so Kazuchika carter comes out to tag with Kenny, dude. Wow. Dude, if Kenny's working with New Japan again, this is the seed right here. Yeah. Boom. They do long form. They do long term story booking with these two men in particular. Their matches are spread out and their story is long. So uh this is this could be like that, that nice little seed of fruition. They didn't really do anything to make you think they're gonna feud or anything. It was it was good, but I don't know. There's that it just plants that thing in your mind. Oh, they're teaming I together.
1: It, I thought it did what the opposite. I thought I thought it did the opposite. It was like to me it was yeah. like solidifying that they're not gonna wrestle each other, that they're they're on the same team now. Just like, you know, when Tanahashi yeah. And Okada uh, wrestled together. You know, they're they're no longer enemies in that way. They're they're it's mutual respect now. You know.
0: I know, but you can still have mutual respect and have them like wrestle. It could be like yeah, that. Yeah, of course, Rocky. of course. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I I just I just feel like n- no matter what the story is now, the end game is to have like both those men in a ring again, yeah. and That's probably fair. do it at the dome because it's going to be a absolutely massive, and everybody <laughs> knows it. You know, so, uh, look, it's, it it doesn't even really matter about the match. Han- Hanare is great, and he tries his best, but the match is not about him. It's not about Jeff Cobb either. And the, he's great, too. You get to see them both do some really cool spots. But what does what do people want to see? They want to see tag team shit with Okada and Kenny. And there's, a, like, right near the end, there's a V-trigger slash Lariat into Hanare, which looks amazing. Wow. The chemistry's kind of cool. It's not a hundred percent there, but they've, they've, they've kind of got it. Like, and I and I guess everyone on commentary and on the tweet is just like, of course, it's like the mega powers. We've always got to do that, but it is kind of like the mega powers, and it's, it's massive. Oh, it's mega big, powers! Big. Yeah, mega powers. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this is super good stuff. Of course, uh, no way loses. Uh, let's just say to Carter, I think, yeah. yeah it's true.
1: <laughs> This match is awesome, it's, Luke.
0: It's a it's an awesome match, but it's also it's also a match that isn't necessarily about the match. It's just about, oh my god, it's Kenny and O'Connor. And you just can't, can't get your eyes off it. It's great.
1: Oh yeah, but these these guys aren't gonna go out there and just have a match. This is like a deep storytelling match where it's not only is it this two rivals coming together, you know, to you know, show solidarity, but also they got fucked up. The night before in their matches. Right. So, you know, Night Empire, that's the story of the match. I mean, you know, Jeff Cobb's coming out going, man, they had rough matches last night. We're going to take advantage. And so that's the whole thing. And like, it's really great because there's many times where like Kenny, Kenny still got that, that, you know, kind of fire in his pants or whatever you want to call it, where he's just kind of he's going to let his emotions get a hold of him sometimes. And so he runs in the ring a few times to kind of save Okada from getting heat on him and stuff. And, and that stuff is important. And uh, I just, I, you know, I really enjoyed this because of the story that was in there as well as the just shock of these two together and, you know, Twitter exploded, the crowd lost their minds. I mean, this was a great way to kind of end the whole deal. And uh, I just thought that after the match, you know, we had the, uh, you know Kenny just left and he left he's like you you won Okada you get to do the thing and he said see you later which is great so now he's out of our mind we get more kind of uh stuff between Okada and Shingo to end and I just I don't know man it was really great to see you know that New Japan was on all the social media and that this you know this match in particular was getting people all excited and I don't know man that was I thought this was just one of the highlights of the of the of the whole week of wrestling. Yep. Dude, I agree. It
0: was just,
1: it was, it was
0: the perfect humdown show from Wrestle Kingdom. It's just like, he's the release of Wrestle Kingdom, all the big stuff and the next night was just really nice. Sets up some great stories and feuds that I'm excited for. There's new factions and all that. So, uh, so many new things to be excited about. Uh, dude, and that's not, that's not all we even have to talk. about. Oh my god! No, there's more. That's, but wait, <laughs> there, there's more because Andy's just like, oh, let's let's record the show here. Yeah, oh yeah, that 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 works for me. By the way, the uh, the Noah New Japan card will be out by the time we start recording. So, uh, guess That's what? Awesome. It's out. It's awesome. <laughs> holy shit! It's, it's awesome. Holy crap! Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i start it from top to bottom. We've got Koso Vegeta, Iwa versus uh, Taishi Ozawa, and uh, yeah, yeah Yano. So I'm there, taking Yano. that's uh Yeah. We got uh, Young Lions versus Young Lions from uh, both, I, I'm going to assume. Then we've got Oscar Lube and Ishii versus Daiki, Takai uh, Inaba, sorry, and uh, Masa Kitamiya. So uh, who cares about the other two guys? It's going to be about Ishii and Kitamiya, <laughs> in my opinion. They're going to smash each other. It's going to be awesome. And uh, the next match is going to be delightful, dude. Uh, We've got Segura and Kojima teaming with Yano and Tanahashi versus Gato, El Phantasmo, Kenta, and Marufuji. Yeah, Ooh. that's awesome. So, so that's going to be really cool. Uh, We've got El Desperado versus Yohei. Look for
1: uh, Desperado to go full heel in that match. So. <laughs>
0: We got Master Wato, uh, Taguchi, and Tiger Mask versus uh, Alejandro, Ah oh, uh, Junta Miyawaki, and um, um, wow. Am
1: We saw them so, yeah. wrestle. Yeah, they wrestled each other on the the <clears throat> New Year's show. Those two uh, junior guys, the Amosuka and Junta guy. Yeah. Well, now they're together.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> I guess it works. Next is next match is, I know Makabe's in it, but it's still going to be really cool. It's Togi Makabe and Kazuchika Okada versus uh, Yoshiki Inamura and Kato Kiyomiya. So yeah. we got Kiyomiya and Akata, the GHC champion and the IWGP champion in the ring at the same time. <gasps> I just oh, want to see Kiyomiya hit him with that Shining Wizard grabbing
1: the head. Oh man, just go, like boom. six times. And then, I know uh, I'm a New but... Japan guy, but I'm so going for Kimia. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's amazing, and you know you're talking all these tag matches, but Luke didn't. Noah like Noah guys come and like kind of fuck with Naito and and Lij. I wonder if they're gonna wrestle like maybe in a big tag match, right?
0: Uh no. In fact, what it says, Los is Los Angeles Dehapon versus Congo five singles. Matches. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. I can't believe (laughs) it. We got Bushi versus uh, Tadasuki. We got Hiromu Takahashi versus uh, uh, Hajime Ohara. We've got Sonata versus uh, Manubu Sawyer. We've got Shingo Takagi versus Nakajima. Oh my God. What?
1: (laughs) What? Wow, oh, what, shit. Naka, Nakajima try to to shoot knockout uh, Shingo, that's not going to go over so well. So. No. <laughs> He's going to get some of his medicine back, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> and dude, I didn't... And, oh, oh my god. And then the main event, Tetsuya Naito versus Keno. Oh, Man. shit. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Yes, please. And oh, we didn't even mention it in the Keno-Kiyomiya uh, match that just, like, Insane spot on the apron from the top rope. It's that like was just front, fucking incredible.
1: Front suplex to the apron from the top rope onto the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, That's exciting.
0: This just, this is just going to be an absolute blast. We're going to cover this show absolutely, of course, 100%. So yeah, that was announced today, and we get to talk
1: about it right now. Yeah unbelievable man i obviously the story between these you know two factions is built from last year and a little bit before that too and uh i just if you guys haven't seen it, you know, I it's probably free now on on New Japan World if you're a subscriber, and that is the the New Japan versus Noah show from last year. Go watch! You gotta watch the the match with it's Congo versus uh, Lij, and you'll just they'll tell the whole story of why this is happening right then and there, and the interactions between Keno and Naito will make you want to watch them wrestle. Trust me.
0: Yep, and I feel like, uh, yeah, last year was all tags, wasn't it? Except maybe a long young line match or two. So, uh, dude, there's six singles matches on this one if you include yeah. and oh, I do and uh, Desperado and uh, Yohei. Man, that's
1: gnarly. Holy shit. Yeah. Are we and, being spoiled? I, feel like we're being spoiled. Oh no, that's no, fine, man. We've we've done the work, you know. We're not getting we're getting what we deserve. No, but, no, uh, they're
0: spoiling us.
1: I know. That's we're getting, I no. We deserve it. That's what I'm saying. We oh, worked yeah. hard.
0: We're good boys. Oh yeah, we have know, to watch but... all of World Tag League. <laughs> I mean, they have to
1: know. spend all year making it up. To- right. Yeah. So <laughs> come on. And that's, that's kind of, you know, something that I want to, you know, wrap up the show a little bit with It's like, I, I've said it many times, but it's just, you know, we've been here, you know, we've been carrying the torch. We, you know, we've been, you know, it's kind of, I think it's time for people, you know, maybe to notice our show a little more and hopefully this, uh, you know this big card, and and people that are interested in Wrestle Kingdom will start searching for a, a podcast to listen to, and they'll find us, and maybe they'll like us. You know that'd be nice, and uh, that's something to look forward to. But I just, you know, every year I take this week off because it's such an important thing to me, and uh, this year lived up to the hype, and I just big time. I just, you know, I mean, I I don't know, man. I it's I I'm not emotional about it now because it's a few days removed, but this is always an emotional experience because the feeling that pro wrestling can give you, it doesn't always get there. You know, you watch a show and maybe it's not quite, you know, something like this. And obviously they can't do something like this every day, but when you get that feeling, like, you know, it's like being a kid again. It's that, like I said, when I watched Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay and time just vanished and it was just, you know, it's like I was there. And that's the magic of pro wrestling when it's done right. There's nothing like it, and uh, you know they did it right. So,
0: there's no way that was 34, 40 minutes. That's, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> did so did fast. did we all just like watch it at like two and a half speed or something? Because no way that was <laughs> that long. It was. No. That's
1: that was what AEW done. looks like. So. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, when it, I think the first match of AEW I watched, I thought I had it on one and a half speed. And it was something I watched on YouTube. I was like, what's going on
0: here? <laughs> but it was Oh my goodness. It is a monster episode. And uh mm-hmm. we had a lot to talk about. Some Noah, some Muda. Oh, man, it's such a shame about the slurs. And uh Jesus. Man, two amazing New Japan shows. And some new Japan stuff to look forward to in the future. Oh my God, we're back, baby. And, uh, we are. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, come back next time. And yes, we're we're always like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, sometimes we're uh, in, worse. Sometimes we're better. So. <laughs> that's in in uh
0: fucking here uh in gator we trust.